With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the place where sports opinions collide dead in sports. I'm your host, Kenneth Bianch. Joining me as usual is BZ430. What up, B? What up? What up, though? Uh, Mr. Mr. Is it Mr. Disrespect? Mr. Disrespect. Mr. Mr. No Disrespect. disrespect, (laughs) Depending on how I'm feeling on the day. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Disrespect is here. Um, Make sure you guys check out the No Disrespect podcast. Um, Yeah, they... they, they, um, we was we was wild on the last man, one. <laughs> y'all got to listen to the one that's coming up. <laughs> y'all got to listen. Very entertaining discussion about actors. A, a, a lot of lot of uh, disrespectful things said on that that show, but y'all got to hear it to to see what I'm talking about. Um, FIFO's running a little late, but but he'll be here. He'll pop in as usual. Um, so yeah. So um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for subscribing. Uh, the show's free, so share it with your friends. Uh, tell everybody. Uh, as a warning, we are pro-black, um, <laughs> but we're all inclusive. <laughs> we love our white brothers and sisters, but um, but yeah, and and it's interesting. And I can't wait to Ralph get here because I really want to know his take on um, this whole Jimmy Butler. A- a- all of y'all, but I-, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about Jimmy Butler. Because of the things that I've heard said about Jimmy Butler from other podcasts, because I'm trying to get some inside mm-hmm. knowledge behind the scenes that some of them mostly have. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was it's kinda, confused. That whole situation is very confusing. Yeah, because yeah. so, I see reports of uh, like I don't know. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's all over the place. But uh, but yeah, we'll we'll get that. You know how we do on this show, man. We bury the lead on this show, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so so we'll yep. get to that later. But. But um, but I think one of the biggest news items of the day that happened around four or five today is uh, L. Bell, man, Le'Veon Bell. He didn't show up, man. He didn't show up. He proved everybody wrong. Um, 
And uh, all that money on the table, man. He I just, just don't understand. Was it close man. to fifteen million dollars, bro? Fourteen point five. Fourteen point five. Yeah. Oh, he left that all on the table. Boy, as I, a running back too. That's the thing. Like, it's not. It's not more about the money. It's about that position and how the lifespan of the that life, position, especially right. when you the hottest. Like, think about a year ago, he was the best running back in the league, and yeah. now he's like arguably bottom five. Yep. That's so, crazy. so that money that he gave up. That guaranteed money that he gave up just by showing up, is he really gonna get? Is he really think he's gonna get that back in free agency, or even does, is he even a free agent now that he, the season doesn't count? So that's the confusing part because the reports were that he had to show up to sign the franchise uh, tender in order to be eligible for free agency next year, but they seem to have found, and this was reported last week, that that's not necessarily true. And it has something to do with the way the tag works. So that's why he didn't show up at all. And if you think about what happened with Dez, it kind of makes sense. I don't know how well Le'Veon's been working out, how hard he's been working out, and if he was in football shape. But what happens if he tears his ACL? Well, like a Dez situation. Yeah, so what, what what happens with that? So then now he's really in trouble. So is your future earnings worth, you know, the – potentially losing this 14.5 mil. Like, to us, we're looking at them like, God damn, 14.5 mil. Mm-hmm. But shit, you know, a, a mil would be good for, right now for us. Boy, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do some things for $1,000 right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but that, you know, the way they look at money, the way they get money is is different. So, um, obviously, it, it seems to me that he's definitely taking care of his finances. He feel like he has enough to last the rest of his, his life. And that um that he's made sound decisions with his money, so I don't know, man. But yeah, I think he is going to be a free agent. He just won't be able to play, of course, this season. But my my thing is, he played it smart. I guess if it's more of if I did come back and sign that little, you know, horrible con that franchise tag contract, whatever you want to call it. And then I end up like this and break my – like, then later on, I like, that was it for me. Right, And then right. I'm not even going to get no more money after that. Because, mm-hmm. like, what what players always say, or, like, former players now, they always say, like, you could be in shape, but you don't – you're never in football shape until you play, like, in the Cause games. Because how old is Le'Veon Bell? Like, what, 27, 28? Something I th- like that? I, yeah, I think he might he might be 29. Like, he might be going oh, to wow. 20. Yeah, he – So he about to hit that graveyard age in yeah, running back. Exactly. 30. <laughs> and he's asking for what – Todd Gurley money, which right. is like what he's at. He's twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, twenty six. Yeah, so okay. he's good. He's still he's still got about about three more prime years left, and he's and he's essentially sat out what three seasons with Adrian the suspension. Peterson, yeah, with the suspension. Yeah, yeah. 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 Adrian Peterson. He's yeah. young Adrian Peterson, so he he's avoided the wear and tear on his body for this year. Because didn't he, didn't they um, give him like four hundred something plus? Carries or touches last year? They, they, yeah, they, they fed, fed him. him. They fed yeah. him. They, feed, they, they overfeed him. It's gluttony right. over there. So they did the same thing to Demarco Murray. He ain't been the same since when he left Dallas. Um, that 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 year he had his breakout year. Um, so I, I mean, you know, I, I get it, man, because this the franchise. He's thinking long term. He's definitely thinking long term. What 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 do you think he will get? What kind of deal do you think he'll get moving forward? Well, I, and I think that was the issue because he wanted. Wide receiver running back money, right? Or was that Jimmy Graham? Graham wanted wide receiver money. Yeah, yeah. And I think Le'Veon was was uh, along those along those same lines as well. But I think he'll still get paid top dollar. I mean, he's still talented. Like 
he still can catch and and run it out the backfield. He's still top five, you know, in 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 the league. Um, so yeah, he'll get paid like it, but he wants the the, the financial security that comes with it instead of playing on a one year basically rental. So um, so I think um, I can see a team like the Jets, um, or maybe well not, not the Eagles because uh, Jay Ajayi will come back next season. Um, Man, he would be nice with Carson Wentz. Or even in Houston. Houston could probably – Oh, man. Houston might be able to pay him. But, yeah. like, I could see him – for me, it, it, for him, is obviously fully guaranteed. He Like, that's exact. He yep. wants damn near a fully guaranteed contract. Yep. So, I could see a team doing, what, a three-year 45 mil? Mm-hmm. Probably something like that, yeah. That, that's – to me, out of, for a 26-year-old, I, that's the most I would do mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, and and they're not gonna franchise franchise them next year because that's twenty five mil. Yeah, so so they're gonna trade him. He's either. gonna get traded, or they're gonna have to work out a deal. So if you think about it, they either gonna even though he lost fourteen point five, but they franchise we get twenty five mil. So okay, that's fine. Or he'll trade and get the long term financial security that he's looking for. So did he play it right? Well, someone someone made the theory that. There's another team that said, "Don't worry about it. We'll take care of you." Like if you sit out this year, or like it, someone saying, "Like there's no such like we've never really seen this before." No, from, I've from never. like a superstar player right. in this prime, in this prime yeah. to sit out a whole season just because of a contract dispute. Right. Um, so he, there's someone saying, "Like it's got to be another team telling like on the phone with him, like we want you. We can wait. We'll give you this contract. Just do like just do what you've been doing. Just sit out. Take care of yourself." It's mm. possible, but. I think what we're seeing is we're we're seeing a rebellion by the players to the way the NFL treat their players with these contracts, these non-guaranteed contracts. And, you know, the worst thing that could have happened for Le'Veon and anybody that comes after him is that James Conner stepped in and he's basically stabilized that position. And what I like that Le'Veon is doing is that he's been fully supportive of James Conner throughout so they can't use that against him. Well he he really doesn't have a choice cuz Connor's sco- story with Lukeem No, it's great. But, yeah, Lukeem, it's great. Think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you but, can't diss him like that. But even the optics looks good cuz they always the media yes tend to take some stuff like that and try to twist they it. They do. They do. So I'm glad that he's obviously it seems like he's he's doing a PR thing by showing a little him voting for uh, James Conner to go to the Pro Bowl and mm-hmm. shit like that, putting that on social media. Uh, but James Conner publicly said that Le'Veon called him and, and you know, congratulated him on balling out and stuff like that. Like, James Conner, this is great for him because he can get a starting job somewhere. Yep. You know, um, possibly even in Pittsburgh. Le'Veon's going to be fine either way. I think it's guaranteed that he stays in Pittsburgh. Like, Conner is the, is He's the guy. He's a Pittsburgh type of bat. Mm-hmm. Throwback, not all the way to Jerome Bettis, but just grind it out, you know, mm-hmm. hardcore bowling ball type of uh, of running, and it's it's perfect. He he he's he's synonymous with that city, with their style, and and it fits, man, and it works well. He can grind out the clock, so and it's a great story, you know, like you said. But you know, there was Earl Thomas. What happened with him? We saw what happened with him, um, and he broke his leg, and he didn't get taken care of. And he threatened to sit out, and then he came back. So there's the, do you love the game? Really, really love the game? Like, people tend to question you about? I don't, or? I don't think no NFL player really loves the game more than money. Because you're not doing – There are, like, some that – There are. Okay, I, yeah. I won't generalize, so I won't say all of them. But it's you're going to find that they're, like, 
five percent of the actual because everybody there's no you know other what? there's no other career where you say that you only have about five to ten years to make the, the ones most money that right. do life. the ones that do are not superstars you hear what I'm saying so the superstars they have way more leverage they have way more on the line now those middle and they can make lower. money outside the game too yeah. like endorsements yeah. and all that they love the game because they're not really going to get paid like that so so they have more at stake than Le'Veon Bell so but no nah, I, I I get you but yeah this it's been a point of contention for a while like we saw what happened with uh Kirk Cousins I think he got guaranteed money and everybody was happy about that because they felt like he's going to change well, the these contracts Andrew Luck was supposed to be the one to to get the fully like the really big contract, mm-hmm. but he he only got like eighty mil out of the. I think he signed for what one hundred and twenty. I think something like that. But everybody thought he was going to be like the one, the first uh, yeah. player to get the fully guaranteed because he had the most leverage in the world. Like mm-hmm. who else? Like I, without him on the Colts, they're uh, they're Cleveland basically. Yeah. So yeah. Um, shout out to Frank Wright because he's doing a good job with that brother. Man. And look at Frank Reich with Luck versus Frank Reich. Look, Carson Wentz without Frank Reich. Uh, kind of crazy. But um, Ian Rappaport uh, reported, uh, so it says NFL media's Ian Rappaport reported five years, $70 million, including more than $30 million in the first two years. So this is what Le'Veon turned down before the July deadline. Um, and then the next day, he added some more details saying that only $10 million was guaranteed, and that was the signing bonus. And they were rolling guarantees, adding up to $32 million by year two and 45 by year three, which is similar to what Gurley got. Um, and, uh, but I th- I but thought- it was less, it was $11.5 million less than the full guarantee Gurley got at signing about a week later. So. Wow. Uh it says uh fourteen million is a lot of money. But yeah, but he yeah, his brother feel like he can get more. You know, more next year. So I hope he does I hope because like you said, like the pattern so far is when these when the players want to get paid, it's always some injury or something like something catastrophic. Yep. Like, I hope that's not the case for him because I in even and this is coming from a guy who grew up in Cincinnati, so I have I don't really care for the Steelers at all. Right. But as far right. as like Seeing players get paid the money that, they, especially Le'Veon, like he's done a lot for that Steelers organization. Granted, he's put them in bad situations too, mm-hmm. but as far as his character, he's changed his character a lot for the better. So, if you're an organization, you're saying you would pay Le'Veon Bell? Does this, if I'm desperate enough? Yeah, because I guess my my question is, does this behavior concern you guys? Like he could do this again. Well, I mean, he's 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 really did this because he didn't get paid his money that he felt like he deserved. It's not like, I mean, I mean, it seemed like his marijuana days, are, you know, him, his piss coming in cloudy his days are over. True. So I think this whole issue is just him. He he's been wanting to be long term with Pittsburgh. I don't see. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like wanting to be. Look, he's he's telling Pittsburgh, like, look, I want to be here long term. Why y'all not paying me long term money? Like this, I want to stay here and play for you guys. So what's 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 the issue? So if I'm an organization and I see a guy that wants to be, he wants to get paid pretty well, and he wants to be at the organization long term, all right, come on. We're going to see what we're going to do. We're going to break you off, and you're going to play long term and be productive. And that's what, and this is where I think FIFO brought up that whole point of uh, loyalty when it comes to football players and their teams. Mm-hmm. 
I always felt like that loyalty is only is only as long as your contract, basically. Mm. So if I if especially these players, they put their bodies on the line right. every Sunday and even then in the off season, and we don't see how what they do six days before leaving. Watch Antonio like, Brown Snapchat. He's freaking nuts. Yeah. So why are you not? There, there has to be some reason for the Steelers to say like we're only trying to give you a guaranteed ten. But they don't pay people. They this, don't. It's just this. They this, paid AB when he was acting out. They pay Big Ben, and he damn sure well, acts gonna out. Pay the quarterback. But, but I'm, just, I'm just saying, but like, the, they're the three Bs, right? They're the he's a he was I a, feel you. He was a big part of them. Cause they ain't let some defensive guys walk and stuff, and they didn't pay them that much either. Yeah, historically, this is what they do. They don't fire coaches, and. They they're very selective in where they invest their their money because they have you know a, a cap like it's only so much that they can you know give out to people so to them A B must be the guy that they feel that they can count on more than Le'Veon Bell you know so um, and they and and I think they have a number like the Steelers have a number and if Le'Veon Le'Veon is coming in above that number they're just they're not gonna budge they just it's just not what they do. They have their values as an organization, as a company, and they stick to them. So Le'Veon's gonna have to get paid elsewhere. Man. So, uh, like uh, Tomlin said, man, hostages. We no, we, we want volunteers, not hostages. hostages. Yeah, that was that was a good quote. <laughs> that was a real good. That was quote. that was an excellent <laughs> quote. That was a, I can't even front. That was an excellent quote. That was yeah. That and was like dope. no one's giving Tomlin credit for like. Him winning these games without his superstar right. running back. Like, I was telling y'all, like man, winning, winning is the best deodorant in sports. This is this is disrespectful, Nick. It's winning. I'm t- I, uh, here's I guess yes, here's the, what my Steelers. the deodorant correct. Yes, I agree with you. But they can at least like they can at least be like, man, Tomlin, wow, no Le'Veon Bell. People, no, yeah. some people the the black commentators mention it. Like they'll say, look at look how what he's been doing and and the slander he got earlier this year. Mm-hmm. But when it comes and to just, when it comes to facts, when it comes to just the facts, when it comes to big, the Steelers are one of the what are they the uh, Mount Rushmore of sports mm-hmm. franchises in the NFL. So they're always gonna get talked about whether they're good, bad, or ugly. So, but when you're talking about Players coming out, disrespecting other players. Uh, you have one player doing a whole a holdout for a whole season. You have your quarterback talking about retirement for the last couple seasons. You have a wide receiver Same doing thing Brett Favre did for you have, five you have a, years. You have a wide receiver doing Facebook Live in the middle of a overblown. Uh, but I'm just saying, like that's a lot of stuff to happen in the locker room, and that all goes back to the coach. Un like obviously it's unfairly, but it it, it has to because like that's your locker room. You're what supposed to be records? a captain. Thirteen and three. No, he 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 always he obviously uh wins games. He's the second mm-hmm. winningest coach after Belichick, and I think in the last what ten yeah ten ten years probably. Mm-hmm. But there there is a there is a point of criticism that you just can't deny. Like even though it may be unfair, but at the same time, like bro, you had to get your guys in 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 shape, get them together. Like this. You can't just we if can't always lo- blame everybody else and not you. If they were and he he wasn't like if they were lo- like the Facebook live thing they they would it would frustrate me to no avail because it was a whole new year and they were bringing it back up and I think Le'Veon wasn't even in trouble last year at all right? Nah, I don't think so. So, but they just kept bringing it up like there's this this criticism that. And and that Tomlin, this harsh criticism that Tomlin receives, 
as a winning coach that I've never seen. I understand that it's Pittsburgh and it moves the needle. Expect and there's also expectations with Pittsburgh, especially with the talent they have. Like we after that uh uh Super Bowl with uh San Antonio Holmes, mm-hmm. like catching the, the the touchdown to win it, everybody thought, okay, this is their this is their run. They're about to go on a run. Mm-hmm. They got they have a young, they had a young AB at the time. They had a bunch of they're probably the greatest organization at picking wide receivers, like drafting random. How they do it. Um, so they were like, we got young talent coming in and out the locker room. Uh, we got a franchise QB. Uh, we have a decent running game. We have a great O line. Um, our defense hasn't been isn't the steel curtain anymore, but now what defense is really good in the NFL? But as long as you can outscore your opponent, basically, and they can easily do that. So why aren't they in? Why haven't they had more Super Bowl appearances since what the last one they went to was with twenty ten when they lost to Green Bay? Um, yeah, that, I, whatever that last one they lost to Green Bay was. Yeah, there. yeah. So it's like it's been almost ten years, and with the same roster, AB keeps getting better, Le'Veon Bell keeps getting better. But they've the had some injuries. They've had injuries in but, the playoffs. They've had injuries, but they lost to the the uh, the Pats like at least five times. They could, yeah, some teams just have your number, bro. Just, but you can't. But then you. But if you have expectations that you should win a Super Bowl, like this is your time to win a Super Bowl. The AFC. There's only one team to beat in the AFC in the last ten years, and that's in New England. Yeah, the Cheatrits. <laughs> the what? Cheatrits. <laughs> no, I feel you. I, I you know I, I think a lot of that is media, and you know, like I said, I. I have a family member that's a lifelong Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Like when they on, he at the house. He got his bobblehead. Like it's a religion. Um, you waving that towel around like Petey Pablo. Like <laughs> it was so bad. This this season started off so bad. He went to the game, and ever and ever since he went to that game, they won that game, and they've been winning ever since. Oh, so like, he think he the one, bro? I don't. Know, I'm not saying he think he the one, but he was like, man, I gotta go get. There. I gotta go see what's going on. <laughs> he hopped his ass on a plane, bro, and went to F- Pittsburgh, went to their game to watch this, watch them play. Like that's how invested he is. Wow. And you know, as, as a guy that's that's been following him, you know, and he's just turned 49, so we're talking about like half his life or whatever, or whenever he started watching, but. I don't really hear him saying, and I know it's media driven. I don't hear him saying like a lot of the stuff that the media says, and he's a lifer. Um, so I know that you know certain fans in the city and certain fans in the in, you know the the minority owners are calling for his job and stuff like that. I guess my overall point, I guess what I'm saying, man, is that you know the brother has managed through a situation that I don't know a lot of coaches would. If this was – put it to you this way. If this was Bill Belichick, what would they be saying right now? Well, if this was Bill Belichick, he would get rid of half of that squad <laughs> a long but, time. But he would be getting so many props for – like he always do. Right. Yeah, he would. He, you know, so that's what I'm talking about. So I'm glad you brought it up, B. We're going to give his brother some respect on this show. Uh, the man is, is right in the ship. You know, it hasn't been any noise outside of A.B. A- a- you know, 100 miles per hour, and that came and went, you know. What, if you're going to get – all right, so we're going to give out props to brothers in the league. Uh-oh. What about uh, the boy uh, Marvin Lewis giving Hugh Jackson hey, a pay stub? Salute. <laughs> Salute, Pay it for it. Pay it for it. That's all checks. I'm saying. Pay it for it. That's what I'm about. Yeah. they, they, they Pay it for it, yeah, baby. Um, that's good looking out, man. We don't even know his job title. We don't need to know, <laughs> man. Know. He like he, Tommy from Mar. We don't even know what he's doing. He's just paying Bro, for white it. people That's do all that stuff doing. all yep. the time. Yep. I warned y'all this was a black show. White people do that shit all the time, man. Pay so it forward, man. I'm glad he did that, man, because 
I understand the discord. I understand. He must have gave him a kidney or something. I don't know. <laughs> he, he is loyal to. Oh, that's your squad too, man. What you, what I'm, you I'm on sabbatical that? right now. They keep. I mean, I'm just saying though. I, I mean, they've been up and down. They he beat, was better with Dalton, right? Dalton had his MVP caliber with, with well, Hugh. Co- well, before he got injured. Yeah, it was with Hugh. Um, I don't know what to say about it this season because AJ's hurt, but um, I'll be. I'm interested to in see what he's doing. I mean, I like what Bill Lazor has done so far ever since he took over um, as uh, mm-hmm. OC, and with Hugh publicly going on multiple platforms talking about oh. I need I need to get an OC job so I can you know get my credibility yeah, back up. I don't know what he's going to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> he's, he, he was man. He was like man. Yo, I want to set the record straight. Like, that shit, when it was him, but it wasn't him. He wanted to make sure that his story was told, which was really weird. You know, normally. He, he went on a Jay, uh, Jay Prince he, tour. He, sure <laughs> he went on every network talking about He was everywhere, Let me man. tell you, like. like. I was like, wow, this is, this is okay. Stand up for your eyes. And I'm glad that he got a job because black coaches, especially guys like that, it's, it's hard for them to get another opportunity. It's hard for him to be Pat Shermer, Schumer. You know, like uh, who has a losing record and they still give him a job. Um, so, yeah, so I'm glad Hugh's going to give him a chance to kind of rebuild himself and rebuild his reputation. Well, so he was, was he was almost offered that New York job. Really? Uh, yeah. Back well, before he took the Browns, the the Giants were at, uh, interviewing him, too. Well, Okay. I th- and I think he and people wonder why he chose the Browns over them. That's what I'm th- I think well, it was this, because this he had off season to go. Yeah. It's gonna be an opening. <laughs> nah, Pat. Nah, they gonna they let. Nah, Pat's gonna be there for another. You he, think so? Uh, for an, at least another two seasons. Two seasons. This is his first season. How are you gonna judge he him off of this? One. Y'all got rid of that last guy. Uh, and we're not even. Canute. We're not even the majority way. We just got to the through the halfway point of the season. Like we still got some games left. But what looks good? Hey, they look good last night. <laughs> 180 yards on 30 attempts. 188. It don't matter. We a black show, hey, right? The, it's about was was the, who did the stars come out yesterday? They came out, but Odell and and what's his name, the rookie, um, Saquon. Saquon. They've been balling all year. Well, well Odell, I, obviously, yeah. but Odell needs a quarterback. Like, like I, I could run the perfect route if you like. Last night he was wide open. Bro, they did, didn't even cover him. I was gonna say, did you see that? And then Odell kept pointing at his chest, like, bro, well, like, like, you, wow. look, look, look. If, if this is a rookie quarterback or he dropped one too, year quarterback, uh, he dropped. How one. do you knock all the audible when exactly. the man is uncovered? Bro? Exactly, right? right. Look, look, look. And, and we talking Eli. Ma- we not talking first, second year quarterback. That oh, you know, Mitch Trubisky. You know, what I'm saying these, these young guys out here. We're talking Eli Super Bowl winning Manning. Bruh, yeah. you supposed to make that auto. All the top flight quarterbacks in this league would have been like, damn, y'all messing up? Josh they Allen would have did that. They might have called a run play, and guess what the quarterback would have still did? Throw the dang ball. Like, come on, man. Come Unless on, man. Ryan. What looks good? Like, see, and, and, and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's just an extension of what the coaching staff is doing out there. And that's why I say, I don't know if he's going to make it this year. He'll make it. They'll give if him you, okay. Year. Again, I'm not trying to cape for Eli Manning. If they when they move on with him, which I hope is after this season, I'm should have been with this that. season. It should have. Yep. It could have been. been. It could have been. Oh, been, oh now. Oh no. Oh, I'm saying. Oh, now, now it could have been. Now it could have been. been, been huh? no, I said it could have been this season, but Saquon was in. The, was right there, and Baker was gone. What, quarter, a, what quarterbacks is coming out this this year? We can get Drew Lock. We can get Herbert Lock. I, I like Drew Lock a lot though. They 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 better try to trade for Derek Carr. That's what they better do. Hey, when Mitch came out, nobody said anything about him. 
<laughs> I'm not even gonna speak on that. <laughs> why, why you ain't gonna speak on that? Cause, bro, we don't we don't need him. What happened with Fitz Magic though? Hey, mm. <laughs> oh, you mean Fitz Patrick? The magic is gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying to him. He I called him Fitz Magic. Like, what happened? As, as, as an aside, when the curtain calls, the curtain calls. I just gotta <laughs> say, everybody that cape for Fitzpatrick to get back in there. Oh, an apology to black America. Yes. Well, I, I, oh, an apology. He threw a lot of yards, though. He, he threw, he and three his, points? Come on. Get, some of that was this, on the kicker. Cut this man, Michael. What was are the you kicker. talking about? Didn't he have four interceptions, too? Three turnovers, Three bro. turnovers. A fumble and a two picks. A fumble two and picks, two picks. Yeah. I think an interception so the, on the first try. Yards don't mean nothing. I don't care how. You can throw for 500 yards. If you, we, if you, but, if you turn over the ball, that's bad. No, but, but here's the thing. If you have three turnovers and put up 28 points, it, it, it don't matter. Right. A little, yeah. You give you know, three, three points. points? Yeah. Three. Mr. Disrespect. That was very I disrespectful. I, I, now. I, can't, I can't defend. I'm not defending it. Everybody gone, bro. It's Everybody. A, it's a dumpster fire in Tampa Bay. Oh, Cutter's gone. It's a wrap. It, the oh, yeah. whole, the whole, Denver, the whole, they didn't get rid of the whole roster. Denver. Because you know what he should have did? He should have just let fit stay in there. Just let him stay in there. I understand the move, and I was capable for the move, and I, he should have done it. But, and we all know how inside is, is, is 50-50, bro, 20-20. Like, you're coaching for your job, bro. and He knew he lost his job when Jameis couldn't do it. But he put – Because then you say, like, his whole point of becoming head coach was because he's a Jameis right, whisper. Because it, and he hasn't done the job with Jameis. But I guess he had to – and it also depends on what the organization wanted. So the owners may have said, put James out there. We need to see. And then he probably got to a point where it was like, James just ain't ready because he missed all these games or whatever. I don't know what's going on with him. He got the faults right now. He's in his head. So we need to we need to bench him. And then you put Fitz out there, and you already saw Fitz was losing it because he almost came back in a situation. Was it you that said that? When there's no pressure on Fitzpatrick, he can go out there and just sling it? Yeah. And he looks great. But as soon as there are expectations – it's a wrap, mm-hmm. and and once he and then he started to flip flop again. It's like, bro, if I'm Jameis, nah, bro, you got it, you got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not gonna put him in regardless. He Fitz, can't put him in now. Well, but he saying, thought about it. He then, thought about then, it. He said but, it. Yeah, but the management, as soon as he thought about, it, they called him right up. Like, don't put him in because we because of the get, injury thing. Yeah, yeah. If he get hurt. We, but I'm, I'm just saying, working. like everybody that came at me on Twitter, I need y'all to come at me now. And I don't know what's gonna happen the rest of the season. He may go back to whatever. What if he went out for movie? <laughs> he could win out. But I'm just saying, y'all came at my neck, came at my neck on Twitter when Jameis was struggling, and nobody has mentioned me well, right uh, Well, two things can be true. Fitzpatrick can be a bad quarterback, and so can Jameis. That's whoa, not what whoa, we're whoa, talking whoa, about. Jameis is not a bad what, quarterback, what, what, bro. Wait, wait, hold on. What do you mean could be true? We, me, me and Ken sat here weeks prior and tried to explain to you that a journeyman quarterback is not better than a top five no. NFL quarterback pick. What I'm saying could be true is that Jameis is y'all y'all give Jameis the benefit about the doubt as far as him. All being we young, said, no, 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 no. He whoa, still, whoa, whoa, he can, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's clarify right? statements right now today. What me and Ken both said, and, and I'm speaking for Ken. Ken can speak for himself too. If I'm off, but we both said that Winston is better than Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic. He is the franchise quarterback yeah. there. He is the better of the two. And you were over here talking about that Fitzmagic is the guy, and he should start the whole season. And we don't even know if Jameis should be there. Are you – like, like Ken, am I wrong? No, nah, we knew – okay. our whole thing was we knew what Fitzpatrick was. Why even entertain this? I would say what's the difference? I've seen – no, I've said – What's the difference, basically? The difference is because Cutter they both throw interceptions, they both lose games horribly. T- the different, no, uh, but on. one I, throws more yards no, than no, the no. other. You, 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 you know what the difference is? One hit the ceiling, 
and the other one can still get better. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, that's why. Right. That's why I said two things could be true. No, no, no. Cause, cause, that is because Jameis, Jameis has a longer shelf life in the NFL than Fitzpatrick at this point of their careers. Because Fitzpatrick's probably going to be out the NFL in probably two or three years. Two, three years. You, you, why, why are you so generous right I'm now? I'm just, I'm just, just because quarterbacks, especially this age. Uh, Breeze is playing until he's forties. Well, yeah, uh, but, 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 but those guys, okay, we know they but, just cut Peterman. But, but in, ter- <laughs> in terms of Drew Breeze, they yeah, yeah, they cut him. <laughs> yeah, they did. They waved. They but waved look, in, in, in terms of Drew Breeze and Tom Brady's yeah. of the world, these guys are the top of the top. You know what I'm saying? They could play as long as they could throw it. They could play just like Peyton Manning. When did Peyton Manning retire? When he couldn't throw it no more. Right, Eli Tom looking Brady. like he can't throw it no more. Tom Brady getting there too. With Tom Brady is when you get pressure on him. Is is when you nah, get pressure? A, he looks we'll, regular. There was we'll a throw. That. There we'll was a throw that. that he made was. But but horrendous. at the end of the day, right? Like what me and Ken were trying to explain to you, and I think sometimes when we try to explain windows and opportunities, you just I don't know. You be in a fog, or you just super hard headed, and, and maybe it's just a way that you see things, but. When you have a journeyman quarterback, he's hit his ceiling. Fitzpatrick is as good as he's going to get. We have not seen the best of Jameis yet. So I don't understand the logic that you brought to the table talking about I would start Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick or whatever the hell have you over Jameis when Jameis maybe in the first three weeks he looks worse than Fitzpatrick. But guess what? By the end of the season, I all but guarantee you he will look the same or better. You, you said that. You said that the, it, it will come up. The train will stop eventually. I said keep running on the train until it, it stops. So when it did, they put Jameis in. And the train didn't move anyway. Like the conductor was still out. Like it he didn't move the needle. So then they put – so then obviously but, with the whole situation with his contract, they saying it's better that we ca- we put him on the bench than leave him out there because if he gets hurt, then not only do we have to pay his this man, but it also holds up a bunch of other stuff that we're trying to do if we're trying to move on for real. It looked bad. It didn't get any better. Cutter looks terrible right now because, you know, he put that man in obviously trying to save his job. When I think that at some point Jameis would have gotten back into uh, football rhythm, and um, and the whole thing was like, and, and we kept saying we know what Fitzpatrick is. Like at some point, he's going to come back down to earth, and he has. And now Cutter is stuck with him, man. He's as good as gone. And and the whole thing was, you know, I, to kind of address what you were saying earlier, like Cutter and what I was saying was. Cutter's job was to fix Jameis, or not even fix Jameis, develop Jameis, and he hasn't done that. And if Jameis was struggling in those three games like he was, that's Cutter's job exactly. to coach him out of that funk, and he didn't. He went back to the safe mm-hmm. option mm-hmm. that did nothing for him but cost him his job, and he gone. How many coaches has uh, Jameis been under? Two. Just two? They, they fired Lovey Smith. Who, was he drafted under Lovey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They fired Lovey Smith, and then they kept – Cutter because Cutter would because of the so called relationship they had, and they started winning games under Jameis Jameis Winston under I mean with Jameis under Lovey and Jameis was much like um uh, uh was like man yo like he was calling people out as a rookie it was like they didn't want it like we could have made the playoffs and they lost like two or something two games straight or whatever and then they got rid of Lovey Smith and I I said it before on this podcast I said it again sometimes you just need black people black men to talk to other black men. And I, I think agree. He I think that. he should. Yeah, he should have stayed. I just think that with the whole situation in Tampa, there was there's there's no light at the end of the tunnel for this season. 
Like it is what it is. Like it's it's a it's a wash. All I'm it's saying a dumpster is, fire. Just restart everything. Everybody that was coming at me on Twitter, I need y'all to come at me. They now. were justified. Look, no, they, they were not. They were justified. No, they you were, were trying not. to cape for Jameis. They were in the heat of the moment. And, and okay, is he a good quarterback? You know what? You know what? Is he a good quarterback? That's, yes, Jameis. Absolutely. Yes. Here's his Are thing. You serious? This is what FIFA Middle was. Of the road. This is what FIFA was just telling you. To them. And to you, it feels like they were justified because James because Jameis was playing bad, and they couldn't see past the now. But what we were saying, what I was saying, was that that shit is not real. What Fitz was doing, and that at some <laughs> point you're gonna have to answer that. Well, you have a bias against white quarterbacks, so let's just leave that. Whoa. <laughs> Nah, I don't nah, because there's too it, many white quarterbacks when it, when in the it, league. When it comes to black quarterbacks and white quarterbacks, you know what kid side is on. And two, and two, I've nah, saw, I've seen enough. I've it, seen enough tape it, it of Jameis. Can they off his rocker to say that Jameis is better than Aaron Rodgers? And it, it, I was very critical of Russell Westbrook on this show, Wilson. Russell, yeah, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson on this show before I came on board. Yeah, because you think he a cornball brother. <laughs> But I'm just saying I've had enough tape of Jameis to know what he is. Like you've always you've always said three seasons. That's why I'm going with your logic. You've always said three seasons. That was basketball. You are, yeah, basketball's different. It's not the same with a quarterback? No, nah, basketball. Well, how long different. for a quarterback? Quarterback, I feel that there's more nuance. And I think quarterback is by far the hardest position in sports. And coaching is I agree. extremely it, important. Exactly. So 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 in basketball, even if you have a crap coach, guess who you playing against every day, right? Like you're playing against the best. Just by playing, you're gonna get better. Even if you don't have the best coaching staff, even if if they don't develop you the best, you will be a better player in three to five years regardless. It's not the same in football, especially at the quarterback position. I, I feel in the quarterback position, if it's not the head coach, if it's not your offensive coordinator, it needs to be the quarterback coach. But you need somebody there that speaks quarterback language and understands quarterback psyche. But have you have you not also stated before that some some, some quarterbacks just don't get that ever in their career? Some don't. And so, most and most of the ones that don't don't pan out. But exactly. the things that we've heard about. But that's facts, though. That is not. There's no. If you have sympathy for them, then that's on you. But that's facts. Like it just didn't pan out. Your career is what it is. Like an Archie Manning. Like okay, he yeah. he could he could have done something, it, but his career was what it, it was. He's it a, is what it he's is. Known as a loser. But however, if we're just looking right, like the way the way my brain works, right when I'm when I'm analyzing players and stuff, I look at them like 2K or Madden. You know what I'm saying? These are these are the attributes. How how many bars inside of them attributes do you fill? And when I look at when I compare Jameis to Fitzpatrick, Jameis fills more bars. He is better right now, and he still hasn't scratched his ceiling. But how many years are you going to put? How much money and how many years are you going to put on Jameis to get? Where you think he can be to before you say like it's just too much. I don't don't have the the time. In terms of the ownership, right? Jameis been in the league three years now, right? I thought this was fourth year. This is fourth. He's going on his fifth year. So so he's been three years under Cutter. Yeah, he played one under Lovey. Uh huh. And then yeah, three under Cutter. Okay, so so as an this was his first year regressing. Yes. So as an owner, right? They already made the move that they thought they had to make to make sure he progresses, right? And in the first three years, he progressed. Mm-hmm. This year, he was out of the beginning of the season due, due, due to off-the-field issues, came back, and we all know how hard that is, right? Especially when another quarterback has the mojo going. Let's be honest. He had the mojo going. But is he a better player? No. And as soon as Jameis was available, what did me and Ken say? Put him back in 
Because who's the starting quarterback of this franchise? James Winston. And who's the future of this franchise? James Winston. And what are you doing by playing Fitzpatrick? You telling James Winston he's not the franchise? You're stunning his growth. Yeah. So then why did they why did they take him out? That, that's my question. Why he looked bad, and 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 everybody knows that he looked bad. But at the end of the day, you go down with the captain of the ship, and he's the captain of the ship. So you're blaming the organization more than him. I I'm, am. What, what I'm saying yes. in, in in this scenario, right? What's happening this particular season? Yes, not 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 the organization. I'm blaming the coaching staff because if you know that Jameis is your guy for the future, and, and like quarterbacks and head coaches kind of tie their careers together, or GM sometimes, right? Depending on who drafted who, who's here when, who's there, right? And Jameis and Cutter are tied together. And Cutter, trying to save his job and get more wins, mm-hmm. right, went back to the guy. That's not gonna. That's not the long-term plan. I'll give you another example. They kept Bob McAdoo over Tom Coughlin because of Bob McAdoo's relationship with Eli. Did I, do I have that well, right? Matt, yep. uh, Eli had, like, his one of his best seasons under McAdoo. Yeah, under McAdoo. They yeah. kept him with that. And, and Eli, did that work out? Well, I mean, the first season it did. But the second season, obviously, they ended up with a horrible record, number two in the pick. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so at the end of the day, to me, right, in in the Tampa Bay scenario, as soon as Jameis was available, you go to Jameis and say Fitzpatrick, look, it's going to be a long season because you ain't seeing this field no more. It doesn't matter. Uh, and I understand Jameis threw the, the what was it like four picks? Yeah, he you had bench a bad for that half. game. Yeah. Okay, fine. You bench him for the rest of the half, but you stick to Jameis. You don't go back because now you can't go back to Jameis. You can't. And now, nah. now Jameis has missed basically an entire year of development. But no. he was already on his four, he was already in his fourth year. He was he was taken out of the uh the starting lineup because of his mistakes. It's not because of injury or okay. anything else. So he put him he's put himself back for not only mentally, but also like you said, physically with his with him understanding the game, getting back in the NFL shape, and then throwing those four picks against the Cincinnati defense that gave up fifty to the Saints. But Fitzpatrick. when the when the when the Bucks have uh Almost similar weapons as far as like a, a, a arsenal. Like, I I don't understand how you guys can, can de- keep defending him. Like, how many more years what, does it what, take what, for what, you to say what, like, what, what oh, I'm this saying, is his ceiling? No, what? I, well, or first he, of, to to say like this is this may be what Jameis Winston is. This is the I quarterback just, he is. He, here, here's the all. thing. I'm not I, I'm not saying that his ceiling is Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's going to be the best of the best. But what I'm saying is he's better than a journeyman quarterback. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that he's. If 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 he develops fully, he is top ten and to top fifteen quarterback. Would you, would you say? Would you say he's better? James Winston is better than Andy Dalton today, right now. Yes. No. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Andy Dalton. Okay. And a lot of people say Andy Dalton's not a franchise quarterback. But he can be better than Andy Dalton. Exactly. He can be okay. better. Well, 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 see, 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 yes, see, see this, this is where I get frustrated with you, Because you're saying, you're saying could, maybe, possibly. But do you understand that that's part of sports? The future is a big part of sports. And unless you can analyze and properly predict where a player can wind up, that, that that's how GMs get hired and fired, bruh. You have to be able to accurately predict. You know what I'm saying? If you think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but he falls to be Russell Wilson, oh, you a damn good GM. But if you say that this guy's going to be Aaron Rodgers and he's Andy Dalton, that's a damn problem. And I, and what was what was Jameis's expectation that when he came in, out of the draft? What, I, what would you say he was going to be? Top ten quarterback. No, top, I mean like what kind of 
caliber quarterback. Top ten. Top ten. I think people that saw was him, off the charts. Exactly. Yeah. So like, then he had he, the moxie. He won a, a national championship. He was a leader. So so if you expect him to be a top ten quarterback once he figured it all out, and now he's not even as good as Andy Dalton. Then what does that say as a GM? I'm saying I that up. this year. No, 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 no. I'm this, saying this, that this, this year, year what happened? Obviously, what happened off the field is unfortunate. It cost them some games. Cool, fine, whatever. Granted, that's why you picked up a Fitzpatrick because you knew that the first three, four games he wasn't going to be there. However, as a coaching staff, the same way that they're treating Eli and they ain't pulling him, right? The same way that they were wishy-washy last year in terms of pulling him and Mm -hmm. he ain't playing like damn near just a half or just a game and he came right back. That's what you do because that's your franchise guy. And you go down with the ship with your franchise guy. Is is Jameis Winston the future of of the Tampa Bay Bucks? Is he the future? Because will they, keep, will they keep him? Because of what happened this year, and we don't know what's going to happen with Cutter, we don't know. The fact that they're not playing the, him right now, we don't know. But he should have been. He should have been in there because at the end of the day, he's still a young player, yes or no? He is. That's, he's still that's why, that's yeah. why he's I still said. young. So, 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 so with young players, do they not have to go through their lumps, even though it may take them a little bit longer than some other young players? It is what it is. It comes with the territory. But how long? Like, tell me the timetable. Like, how? What? What year do you say? Okay, this is who he is. I think you can make that. I think the Tampa Bay organization can make that decision next year, and in the last year of his contract, I think the ownership would have preferred for Jameis to stay in there. I'm pretty sure. Do you they, think they draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft? Nope. Because because there's there's not one better than Jameis there's, coming in there. Right, where, where, where they can a, draft. Right, there's a mock draft that has them taking a quarterback next year, and I think it was because they'll be from, a top ten pick from I Duke think. or something like that. But and I, I got to watch him play, but I don't think he's going to be better than Jameis, bro. Here, here's the thing: it, even if it's a top ten pick, because obviously they're not going to make the playoffs. It, it whoever they select at top ten, they're still not going to be better than Jameis. And, and yeah. also, if you draft a quarterback in the second, third, fourth round in this draft, I don't think that you're going to get somebody, somebody to come in to outplay Jameis. You ju- you're just not. C- I, CBS I just, has Tampa Bay as of today taking Justin Herbert out of Oregon. So, come on, no. I mean, good, I don't good really luck care for that. Oregon quarterbacks. <laughs> right. So good luck with that. <laughs> So, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I think they're, they've, they've made their clear cut decision. Like, I think we, Cutter we, we've made seen, a decision. We've seen, I think the organization said, "Hey, we've seen enough. We've stood by Jameis. Nah, we stood bro. by Jameis long enough. You don't give up on young players. Well, they, 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 they clearly the same, are. The same way that you that that the Browns didn't give up on Josh Gordon. You don't give up on young players. But sometimes, but sometimes, like you said, like you might need a new change of scene. Like it, and, you, and, you and, overstayed and, your and, welcome here. And, and here's the thing: that's something for the organization to decide, right? We don't know that. We don't know that. To me, today he's still better than Fitzpatrick. The only reason why he's, he's not, not saying much, though, I for you it was a for lot. Me, for me, when he when Fitz when Fitzpatrick was hot, then I was like, yeah, stay with the hot hand. That's what you do because Jameis has never shown me he was ever this hot, this consistent. And then when when he came out, like you guys said, he's the franchise. So regardless of how hot uh, Fitzpatrick is, we know he's gonna come down. So might as well put the young boy back in because he's a franchise QB. He came back in, stunk it up. They pulled him out, and now Fitz is back in. So, like, to me, and that organization has made their decision. They've seen enough. I'm, they have the most information more than anyone in this room. The organization made that decision, bro. Who made the decision? Cutter. Cutter. That's all Cutter, man. You don't think the organization is backing him? Nope. 
I think they're they're hands off, but that's Cutter. We've seen organizations put put their foot down when they want to. Of course, but but have you heard any rumblings? I haven't heard no rumblings, and typically rumblings like that get heard. Because right now, and and I I, I told um, uh, Manny from the Technical File podcast because we were talking about bowls, and um and I said uh, now that they've drafted Sam Darnold, their franchise guy, I said watch the headlines because the headlines will tell the story. Who are they going to blame for the failings of? that quarterback and it's all on bowls right now for Sam Darnold playing like a rookie as expected. Mm-hmm. Same thing that Hugh Jackson got the blame, you know, and they pulled the trigger because of the discord and Ty Haley and Hugh and part of that. But they felt like, you know, Mayfield wasn't development, you know, same reason they allegedly said they got rid of Lovey Smith because they wanted to make sure that uh, Jameis would develop and Cutter hasn't done the job. Hugh didn't do the job. Bowles ain't doing the job. They talking about getting rid of the guy at Wilkes because he's not doing the job. Look at Trubisky. We all said Trubisky was gonna. Well, yeah. If I remember correctly, we weren't high on Trubisky. I, I said give him. Was. Was, I, I said huh? give him a year. He was. Yeah, that was well, I said because he, he just because he just came into the league what last year. Last year, but he didn't look good at all. He didn't look good at all. But like Goff, I was surprised you didn't say like treat him like Goff, give him another year. Nah, because what, again, with Goff, I saw it from day one. Like the moment I saw the man throw a ball, I said, oh, that's the guy. You, when I saw Trubisky, I'm like, damn, he looked like a doofus out there. But this, but this goes to show you, coaching. Matt was, Nagy came in there, and, and Matt came in there, and that boy out there slanging that rock, four hundred yards. Like it's, it's. I thought it was a fluke. Yep. And, and here's the thing. I look. I'm not saying that Trubisky's the next great thing, but I think the coaching staff has got him to a place where yes. now he he's not the reason why you lose. They're taking advantage of what he does. He's well. comfortable. And then let, here's the thing. Now this is second year, right? First year full time. Did he start his rookie year? He did. Didn't yeah, he? I think he did. Yeah, and he looked awful. Or this he at least year, started half. This year he looks better. Right? He looks great. Okay. He looks better than last. Yes. Definitely. Right. That's all I'm saying. Next year is the true test. And the reason why I say that is because, in, in the great words of BZ430, they're going to have that film on him, and we're going to see how he's going to adjust. Because now the offensive coaching staff and the development of Mitch Trubisky, they know how they want to attack defenses, right? Mm-hmm. Now they got film on that. Yeah. Right? So now we're going to see how he's going to be able to overcome when they scheme directly for him. Because I don't think that defensive – and maybe now they will, but I don't think for the last maybe two, three weeks they really, you know, took him seriously the same way me and Ken didn't take him seriously. And now he's putting up numbers and they're winning and he's not the reason why they're losing. We'll, we'll, we'll see how he takes schemes. And then, and then you, did you guys talk basketball yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not we'll yet. Not for yet. You. I want to read you this. This is from the pewterreport.com. This is where, you know, anyway, I'll read it to you. He said, the entire reason Cutter was hired was because Tampa Bay thought they would lose him to another team in the offseason, and they covered the Bucks. by the way, for all of you guys out there listening. This is what they do. Um, they wanted to keep keep consistency with him and Winston as Winston progressed from his rookie season. He says, I don't know if Cutter ever really believed in Winston or what, but it's clear now that Winston was not his choice. If he was, he'll be his guy right now, even in the struggles. And he said, uh, this Monday, Cutter made it loud and clear that he's had enough. He made it clear that if this is it, if he's going down, then damn it, he's going to do it his way. Long term, there's no reason for Winston to not be the starting quarterback this Sunday in New York. There's no excuse for it. Absolutely, it makes absolutely no sense for a team that is all but mathematically eliminated from playoff contention to keep playing a 35-year-old quarterback when the 24-year-old franchise hopeful, keyword, sits on the bench. Like that, that—that's it right there. And like, I, and I'm saying 
because of that, the organization has to has to be like, okay, this is fine. No, no, no. See, see, you, you, you. I th- you because you, you, it, miss, it, you miss what no, you said. No, I, I, I heard what you said, but I'm just saying, like a coach like that, like an organization would not, like you said, uh, Fivo, they don't, you don't throw away young talent like that. So just to leave him on the side, like an organization would have to step in, like they did in New York with the Giants when, when they were like, when they much pulled, stronger when they, franchise. I understand, but we, but they're still the, they still own the team. They still make, like, they still write the checks for everybody in that building. So they can make when they make a decision, it's it's, it's by law. I'm, I, it's what we were saying, and I, I'm no coach has that believe. much power over an organization I, outside I think, of Belichick. I think most most or most managers tend to let their people do their job, and if Cutter feels like whatever, whatever, then they're gonna let him do it because they've already made their decision. The decision is not Jameis. <laughs> the decision is Cutter. And they were like, okay, all right, fine. You want to play Winston because you think that's going to save your job? Cool, but you want to save your job, you probably should have had Winston playing and show me what you could do in Winston. Because right now, this is my guy, and you've proven that you can't handle the job. Like, there's no reason. They might just part with both of them. Nah, nah. They'll give – I think they'll bring in another coach and give him one more shot. But I I think I agree. Like – why are you playing a 35-year-old coach, a 35-year-old quarterback? Like, it makes no sense. You need to know what Jameis – well, I don't know. We're arguing in circles. <laughs> but either way, um, what else I got over here, man? Uh, Shout-out to Anthony Lynn, uh, the brother in, in L.A. I still don't fully believe in the Chargers, but, hey, man, he's 7-2, man. Uh, Anthony hey. Lynn, so good job, brother. Um, Todd Bowles. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, you, you don't have the weapons. I think his time is up, probably. Like, yeah, it's done. It's, it's, it's done. done. They already yeah. then they then they have like a hashtag. What was it Jets? I forgot what was it Jets started, done or something. You like can't that. get blown out by the Bills like that, man. Nah, the players don't quit. They talking about and they were him. at home too, wasn't they? Yeah, Shoot. Matt Barkley off the street. Right now, I know Josh Going McCown. Involved. Yeah. It's a wrap. I've been, I've been like, I just go on Bleacher Report and just kind of go through, yeah, and that, just read the headlines, headlines yeah. and I'm like, damn, damn. man, I, I was just seeing it just mm-hmm. start. Do you think he? Do you think worse. he lands somewhere else? He, the brother can coach. The brother can coach. I don't think he's had a lot of talent. You know, and I mean, uh, knowing the NFL, you know how they do, bro, coaches, man. Is nah, probably won't. Nah, but he he can he can coach, man. He won with with garbage. You know, he won with Fitzpatrick. When Cutter came in with Fitzpatrick, <laughs> you know, but Fitzpatrick did what he did. If they, if they the fire um, Harbaugh in Baltimore, I would love to see. That Bowles. is interesting that they're talking about moving on from him. That's another one I called. I told people Flacco wasn't good, but they jumped on me about that too. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting that they about to give Lamar Jackson his shot. So we'll see. I <laughs> I know I believe in Mar- Lamar, but he ain't ready yet. I think no, he's, he's not. I, but I think he. I just want to. You think, so, you, so you think he should be thrown out to the wolves? I don't know if it's the wolves though, because like NFL professional football no, is the wolves. Because like, <laughs> but that's like making it seem like he's like Mowgli and like you know, nah, but like you, he's he's I, he's I don't a, think he's yeah. I think he needs another like season behind that clipboard with holding the clipboard. I think. That's I, me. I, I think I think I just want to see what he got. I mean, everybody else throwing out these other rookies and stuff. I I want to see what he can do because he has a he has weapons. He has a good O line. Um. He has a good defense, so like he has a lot of pieces that he should be able to be at least competent. That's all I want to see. I just want to mm-hmm. see if he's competent. If he's competent, then we can build off of that later. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I, I and think nobody's expecting much because like this, right? Baltimore's yeah. not mathematically yeah. out, but they're basically out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people were talking, you know, cash about Lamar Jackson saying he's not ready. He didn't look ready at all. I think he had a good game his last game in preseason, and he's looked okay in spots during the season, but. You know you're gonna move on from Flacco. You drafted him, so you need to know is he gonna be a backup? They pay so much money to Flacco, bro. Was that Super Bowl yeah. worth that money? Damn right, it's a Super Bowl. I've, how how I've, many franchises don't have a Super? That's Bowl? That's what I was gonna say. I think any if you were to say, "Are right, you just gotta pay 125 million for this one Super yep. Bowl?" I'm taking it. Yep, and that was their second Super Bowl yeah. too. The franchise second Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Yeah. yeah, apparently so, man. Apparently so. I I think they thought they could ride that wave, but uh, but, he, but here's the thing about Lamar quick. Jackson. I think he's talented. I think he is a football player. I think he is a quarterback in this league. I just – I think he's it's Tebow-esque in terms of his vision, in terms of dissecting the field, right? And this is why I say that quarterbacking in the NFL is by far the hardest position in sports because you have DBs that are trying to stop your pass from getting somewhere, Right. You have linebackers that are taking away the intermediate or blitzing you coming at you full speed. A lot of these guys run four, 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 five, four, six. And you talking about 250 pound grown ass men. Then you have 300 and some pound guys that run four, eight to five flat coming straight after you. And then you're taught to not look at none of that and look downfield. You know what I'm saying? Go from your progression from one to two to three to four. Lamar Jackson can barely go one to two. Right, because because what is he? He's a scrambling quarterback. He got happy feet. As soon as he see one of them big three hundred fifty pound dudes in his face, guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna try to run. Mm. And 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 what I saw in preseason is the reason why I wouldn't play him. Now, can he get a couple of special packages like they have? Of course, you know, put him out there wide out, run the wildcat, do other different things. Of course, because he's that that he's that talented as a as as an athlete. Right. However, as a quarterback. When I when I seen him in preseason, he can't turn the corner against these guys, against NFL talent, against NFL That's speed. The fun. That's the funny part. You know what I'm saying? Because he was running away from everybody well, in college. Yep. But in the NFL, in preseason, going against the twos and the threes, he couldn't turn the corner. What do you think he's going to do against Von Miller? What do you think he's going to do against all, 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 all of these Elite defensive talent out here. The no, the real number one. Nah, man, he not ready. He he's just, just not think, ready. I just think you have like he's the team he has now. As far as a quarterback being drafted in the first round, there's not that many other teams that are other quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, are going into a situation like that. You know what I mean? Like Sam Darnold, he's in a situ- like he's has a horrible team around him. Josh mm-hmm. Rosen, same thing. Josh Allen, obviously. So it was like. For what he has, if he can't even show you that, is he? Can he win you a game? Can he? Can he look decent? Can, but, like but, but you just want to see but, what you have. But here's the thing, though. I I think that in this year that would be unfair to ask of him because at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're we are in a passing era, right? Yes. And you draft a quarterback that right now can't pass. Like how how are you gonna win games? Because he ain't Michael Vick fast. Like Michael Vick wasn't ready to play, right? Like he sat a year, didn't he? Or, or or they tried to sit him and then he came in like yeah, halfway through the I season. Think something happened like that. But Lamar ain't got that arm. Half of the quarterbacks we, in this NFL I, ain't got that arm. I think you're being very negative on what he, what he's capable of. I, I think I think there's a reason why a lot of scouts were looking at him as a first round talent. You know what I mean? Receiver. 
I think that's just disrespecting. That is I disrespectful. Too. I, I'm not saying that. I I was very insulted. Well, because you, I I think you need uh like I'm just I know this may be optimistic, but I'm looking at it like a Cam situation. Like you may no, need, no I'm saying like you may need like a North Turner type of no. coach Cam, to be paired Cam with. Cam came them. in in his very first game and threw damn near 400 yards against that Arizona team because I remember watching that. No, but I mean like, but obviously he was the he was the guy from day one. But 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 my point my point. And maybe this just didn't stick out enough. Marcus Mariota is a better passer than Lamar Jackson. Every court, Ryan Fitzpatrick, every quarterback in the league right now, right? I would say about 90% of them because I know there's some bums out there. We don't even know their name. <laughs> but 90% of the guys can throw better than Lamar in a pro-style offense. And to me, if you can't throw – and you're you're not Michael Vick fast. If you were Michael Vick fast, I'd be able to put him out there. But you know what? Here's here's the thing. Who Ozzie Newsom drafted Lamar yeah. Jackson, right? Yeah, he's on his way. Yeah, yeah. Good. he's. I think he's gone. Yeah, this is last year. Yeah. Okay, Newsom. yeah. So mm-hmm. that was a you know. You think that was brother? Was, yeah, you know. Was that a was. revolutionary yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> no, was, I, I, I that think, was a pro brother move. And, and then let's just think about Ozzie Newsom's entire career. Like he's been one of the better GMs that we don't talk about, right? True. And, and he's drafted a lot of talent. And I th- I think this is like it. I think this will be his farewell gift because I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson can't play, and I think Lamar You're Jackson. Just you said ready. he's just not ready. No, I, I. But what happened to the whole like throw the rookie in there, and make let him get his lumps, you know? All that? When when you see some of that in college, we saw Baker Mayfield be extremely accurate and go through progressions, and he had all that moxie and everything that some people like, some people hate it, mm-hmm. but I like it. You know, um, we've seen a lot of these guys. Andrew Luck when he came out of Stanford progression and who was his coach Harbaugh mm-hmm. the, the brother not not um not the one from the Ravens but yeah. the one that's in Michigan now you know what I'm saying like we we've we seen certain things that now when you get into the pro level you're like okay we can expound on that we can develop that we've seen glimpse is of this talent and now we can build on that what have we seen from Lamar Jackson as a thrower yeah and that's that's the thing that concerns but me he, because but as a Heisman again I know the Heisman Trophy does it's a hit or miss when it comes to transitioning to the NFL, but we've seen he he's proven that he is far like he was the cream of the crop in college, right? As a NFL Tim Tebow, he did the he's not first Tim Tebow. That's no, 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 no. I'm not calling him Tim Tebow, but Tim Tebow won the Heisman, right? And Tim Tebow was arguably the best college football player, wasn't he? Like that that, that man that man was polarizing. Yeah, but and, we, and, and, and when that man said we gonna win, they won. Yeah, but we didn't uh we didn't uh question him as a th- we didn't question we don't question the same thing about Lamar Jackson as we do with Tim Tebow. Cuz I think cuz I think he's a lot better thrower. I think he's a lot he's a better athlete and I think he Lamar Jackson better. Lamar Jackson Tim better. Tebow. Yeah. So and I think he he's more competent than what people are giving him credit no, for. No, I I, I I I have to believe that if if a GM like Ozzie Newsom if you said he was who's one of the under, underrated GMs throughout his tenure, if he drafted him, he drafted him for a reason. I thought that they were just being disrespectful to Lamar Jackson because they wanted to, him to play receiver. Um, and then I saw him play in preseason, and he 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 didn't look ready. The first year he played in college, he most lit, of, don't, most he of lit, those rookies don't look ready in preseason. Some of them did. Sam Darnold did. Baker Mayfield looked did. better. Like, yep. a lot of them looked better than Lamar Jackson did. So everything that I was hearing or that was being reported – was true. He got better, but he just didn't look ready. He looked like he was about a year or two away. But I'm with you. The talent, the ability is there. It just mm-hmm. needs to be developed for the mm-hmm. NFL speed, for the NFL level. 
in his first year in college, he lit it up. I mean, he was running, throwing. He was accurate. He looked great. Second year, he came down. And he didn't, and that's when people started to question his ability to play in the NFL. They tend to do that in the second year. They did it to Jameis. They did it to Cam. I think he played two years, right? Or was he Let- a transfer? And they did, they, they tend to start to nitpick a little bit more about the college quarterbacks, especially when you're black, before you come into the NFL. But then it kind of proved that they were right. But I'm with you. I would like to see him play just to see how much development does he actually and, need. And next year, if if they're going to clean house from the coaching staff and even up to the GM, they need to look at a, 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 coordinator, a coordinator who can who knows how to coach is quarterbacks he, like him. Is he going to – be the next guy after Flacco. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Flacco gone, bro. You need to know. No, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. But I, but I don't think that you need to know what Lamar Jackson is today. Once you get rid of uh, uh, Flacco, because Flacco not coming back. He's gone, and so and so is the brother Harbaugh. He he gone too. That whole coaching staff is gone. They're gonna revamp. They're gonna start a new. Newsom's gone. It's gonna be a brand new era. And I believe Lamar Jackson will be the starting quarterback next year. Um, I think that as an as the organization, as the ownership, you have to bring in a, a, um, a head coach or offensive coordinator or quarterbacks coach that understands how to how to build up a running throwing quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that looks to run before he looks to throw. I, I just think that that's naturally what he is. But this lends me to let's play a real quick game. Just give me the first thing, all three of you guys, the first thing that comes to your mind when I give you this player's name. Drew Brees. Accurate. I was accurate. Oh yeah, give me another one. He, oh, he's oh, accurate. Um, un- underappreciated. Okay. Damn, it's a disrespect. I'm. Ju- they already said the the top two. You could throw. MVP. He's an arm. He has a great arm. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um, Aaron Rodgers. One word you said. One word or a little phrase. Uh, Special. Thank you, Ken. Yeah. Uh, zips on his passes. Boom. Uh, if phrase can make something out of nothing. All right, Mahomes. Um. Uh man, uh, Mahomes. He seems like he's special. Okay, <laughs> say that. Moxie. Yeah, gunslinger. Okay. Um, let me think of another quarterback. Uh, Jimmy G. Overrated. Okay. <laughs> uh, still haven't figured him out yet. Okay. Freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you. I know I why you said that. <laughs> um, Tom Brady. Um. Oh, the goat. Okay. White supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. I told you he, he don't care oh, for white man. quarterback. I told you. Oh. Um, ice cold in his veins. Lamar Jackson. Fast as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what? We gonna use all the black stereotypes to describe him? Mean, he is. He is fast. He is fast. Kid, why you laughing, man? What you got, Mister Disrespect? I think he's. I, I would say he's uh, underappreciated. Or like like uh, what's the word where you uh, counted out for no reason? That's what I think. Okay, mobile, mobile. So two out of the three yeah. things that 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 we said about Lamar Jackson had nothing to do about his arm, 
And 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 the reason why I wanted to play this little game is because in the way I evaluate players, there's always some what's the engine behind what makes this player great, right? What's Lamar's engine? It's his feet. Is it ain't his arm? It ain't his arm. And the arm and the brain, the IQ, the the everything that comes about being an NFL quarterback, that part of it isn't there yet. Did he not throw in the combine? Did he? I don't. No, he didn't. He did. didn't run. He didn't run. That's what he okay, did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did. I knew he did something. Yeah. He did throwing. He, he, he did, did throwing drills. He did throwing. He definitely okay, did okay. throwing drills. Yeah. And and again, I I don't want it to sound like I'm not saying that Lamar can't ball. Lamar ain't going ball. I think he is the future of just Baltimore. Just saying not now. Yeah. Just not. Just not this you season. You don't. You don't start him at all this season. No. Well, I, even I, the last like four games, that I don't mean. Yeah, nothing. I, 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 I'll probably put him in the last four to three to that's four all, games. That's all I'm asking. I just want to see what he. Can no, do. I feel you. I feel. You. I, I just. I think it's a, it's a mistake to put him in right now. I think it was a mistake to start him at the beginning of the season. I think that in the last three to four games, it, it, there's no harm, no foul. Okay. Um, because at the end of the day, you do want to know what you have with him. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just, I, I don't see. I just know that he's not ready to to be a contributor this year. Even next year, they get the right coaching staff, the right the right players, everything around him. I I, I don't see him soaring. I, I don't see him like elevating that franchise just yet. But that year after that, his third year in the league, that's when I can see it go. But again, that's a lot of ifs, right? And the if was a fifth, we all be drunk. Right, Mr. Especially the way you talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> but 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 we need to see who that coaching staff, who that OC, that uh, that's key. That's that, that's that, huge. that head coach or that quarterback coach is going to be one of those three guys needs to be a Lamar Jackson guy. And if he can get that, and they can get a run game and a dynamic receiver out there, that's going to be a problem. All right, uh, it's time to unbury the lead. <laughs> What y'all want to start with, man? Oh, I already know where I want to go. Let's, let's, well, let's go. Philly. You know, you were talking about the light at the end of the tunnel in basketball. Has your boy Melo seen that light? <laughs> God damn. Has your boy seen that light? Because, because at the beginning, you know what? This is why I love being on a podcast because I know when I'm right. What did I say at the beginning of the season, Ken? You said that Melo would probably be traded from <laughs> or, Houston. Or, or he'd need out, to retire. Or, yeah. All right. Beginning of the season. I, I'll give you that one. I give you that because obviously the right as far as in Houston the writing's on the wall. He's already looking at the other teams and all that stuff. So all I'm saying is this: Steven Jackson, I'm with you, bro. Like they oh. they they try to get my boy out. For, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. He is definitely he is being scapegoated. He is definitely being scapegoated, but he is not the reason why Houston is bad. And I didn't and and I never when 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 I saw the writing on the wall in the off season, right. To me, it, it it had nothing to do with the Rockets and, and what they were doing. It had everything to do with Melo. I was trying to tell you he he is – I don't want to say he's all the way washed because he can still mop the floor with a lot of guys He in dropped the 28 like a few weeks ago. Don't, it was against a whack-ass Oh, Mr. It's, Disrespect. I know, I know. It's still professional. It's, like, yeah. it's just – look, look, look. I, I get it. Melo is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Melo is one of the greatest scorers that the game has ever seen, most versatile scorers that the game has ever seen, can do it at every level, every level, could play bully ball, could play finesse, can do whatever he wanted to do out there. But today and tomorrow and for the foreseeable future – he is not a valuable asset, not off the bench. Because, look, 
you know, when, when, when they asked him about coming off the bench at Houston, you know, he said mentally that's something I got to work on. Some guys just ain't built for that. Some guys just, they not built for to come off the bench. Melo's one of those guys. Also, Melo's game is a volume scorer. He's never been efficient in his entire career. How is he going to be more efficient the older he gets? He don't have the same step. He don't have the same moves. He can't get to the same spots. That's why I would say Melo's a bum. Melo's a bum because he's a bum compared to what Melo is. Not compared to the other guys in the NBA. Melo can no longer, just like he's a bum. Bum, just say he's regressed. You don't have to say bum. Like you, bum, bum is not. You can't make bum nice <laughs> because it ain't nice. It's, because you know what, because, You just say regression. Just say regression. No, because it's beyond regression. <laughs> it's beyond regression. Because 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 to me, like D Wade is not a bum. And the reason why I say D Wade is not a bum, we saw in last year's playoff, he turned back the hands of time and he got them a game. And not saying he could do that for obviously an entire playoff series because he can't. He can't do that for an entire uh, regular season because he can't no more. However, he can still do that. I don't see Melo doing. I see Melo miss clutch free throws in the last two years, right? Playing with OKC now with Houston, I seen Melo just not 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 seem like he's in tune with what's going on around him on the basketball court. That's why I'm calling him a bum now. He's not a bum for his entire career. And, and obviously, I'm, I'm being a little facetious out here, just throwing out a damn word out there that that, that you sounds mean it. provocative. You mean it. you mean it, though. A little bit. A little bit. He's bummish. He's bummish Calling now. me Mr. Disrespect. You, that's a Hall of Famer you're talking about. That is. A brother. But, but you he know said what? It. You said but, it. But at the end of the day, you got to know when, when the time is the time. And I said it last year. When I saw him at OKC, I said he don't need to play no more. It's it's a it's a wrap for Melo. Like, what type of value does he bring to any team? Scoring off the bench. Man, he, he don't want to come off the bench. I I think this is what I think. All right, and obviously I'm a Melo supporter, so I'm a, I'm just, I'm just gonna say I think he needs to be with like a great coach. I think that's the that's to me. If you are willing to give Jameis Winston more opportunity, you have to you have to have See, the same with Patrick. No, you have to have you have again. to have the same leeway with Melo when it comes to. But that's different though. Coach, Melo is way past his prime. Jameis is not even but about the enter his prime. But that's, in, that's a but, bad example. But but in basketball, but basketball life is longer than football life. That's why things you know you can get cut in your first year. Man, in his sixteenth year. <laughs> I'm just saying if he if he went on if he went to the San Antonio Spurs if Pop wanted him if you. If somehow he ended up with the Brad Stevens type of coach, or even a, the guy from Utah, Brad Stevens got his own trouble. He do, yeah, I, I, exactly. I'm just saying, like with a coach of that caliber, that elk, I, that's when I'm like, this is a guy who knows how to utilize nah, this so, player. Look, look, let me tell you this, man. Sometimes not even coaching can fix what's wrong, right? Yeah, and what's sixteen wrong, years in? I mean, what's <laughs> wrong is sixteen years. <laughs> Father, mean, time is undefeated. Right. He look old, man. He look. Does he not look old to you? Does he look old to y'all? He, he looks like, old he to like me. he washed. It's sad, man. He, he, and it, it is because I like Melo. I always thought he was like people said one of the most versatile scorers that this game ever, ever had. So it's time, like, it's time Nick. No, no, no. Look, not, I had kid. to do this with with uh, Dwayne Wade. Yep, like two years ago almost. Just enjoy him for what place he I, does. I put it to you like this, right? Right, like a Brad Stevens, a, a, a Pop, you know, some other coach, Doc Rivers. They could probably wring a little bit more water out that towel. But bro, you're not getting more than three drops. No, I'm not saying that he's gonna be. I say he can. Right now, I think his ceiling is six man of the year. <laughs> Hell no. 
Look, Lou Williams is six man of the year. Right. I think, hey, what, hey, come on. I think I'm hoping Philly calling is. I feel. I feel no, like they ain't make, nothing that he they can gave give up a, to Philly. They gave up a lot to get Jimmy. So oh, I they think did. they did. I, depth, depth wise, they we'll, did. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that next. Well, I, I guess we could jump right yeah, into. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right trying to segue it. because because here, here's here's the thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Like like with the fit with that Philly trade. Right. And and I've been hearing a lot about depth. The more I think about it, the more I like it, right? Um, at first, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I think I'm starting to love it now for both teams. And the reason why I didn't necessarily love it for Philly initially was because you're giving up a starting four. That's a real good role player. And in in, in, like I, I think I call them championship role players. Well, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. And mm-hmm. then Covington is definitely a championship role player. You're talking about first team all defense. She's a good two-way player. Three. He's a good two-way you player. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you, six nine, the six, definition you know, of a two six nine, yeah. six seven six nine between that, you know, uh, the the elite wing size, yeah. right? Like that's what he is. Yep. Um, and then you gave up Jared Bayless, which is nothing. A twenty twenty two second round pick, which is nothing, which is great by Elton Brand. Um, they could have got something better with Houston. That was just Tibbs, Minnesota. Being, you mean? Uh, Minnesota. No, I mean like they could have got a better package oh. from Houston. Four first round picks is not a better package. It is when you're talking about longevity because he's the but, he's but, the, but, he's but the, it's not because what did they give up to get Jimmy Covington Sark no 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 oh. what did Minnesota give up to the Chicago Bulls to oh. get Jimmy Butler they gave up um, Dunn and uh, Zach Levine your boy Zach. what else a pick that a became pick. who. All that's the, what I've been looking for. Laurie marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was Minnesota's pick. So imagine this Minnesota team with Laurie marketing, Cat, Levine, and Wiggins, still, and Chris Dunn. They still be soft. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But that's but a lot of but talent, that's bro. a lot of talent. That's more talent and than what they what have Le, now. You see what Levine doing now? No, I mean. Right. Well, the, they do like it, third in the league in score right now. Who'd have thought that? But at, the same, but at the same time, he was with Tibbs and he wasn't doing that. That says more about coaching. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 I think it says whoa, more whoa, about coaching. Whoa, 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 No, because under Thibodeau, but all three, Cat Wiggins and Levine, all averaged over 20 points. Yeah, it was balling on the, on the tips. They they all averaged over twenty points before Levine got hurt. So so I I, I don't want to hear that. At the end of the day, what Thibodeau did was was expedite the process, right? Because when when you when you build through the draft, at some point in time, right, when you realize how good your young talent is, you need to start infiltrating that roster with veteran talent and superstar or all-star caliber talent to expedite and get these guys to progress, right? What Thibs did is that I think he pulled the trigger too early and possibly on the wrong guys. Nah. So 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 you so what you're telling me I would have gave up I would have gave up that for Jimmy, to be honest. You wouldn't give up. You wouldn't give up Zach Levine and Chris Dunn for no. Jimmy. Here's the thing. I oh, would give you know up Chris what? I'm Dunn. sorry. I thought you were talking about the current trade. I didn't know you were. No, back no, no, to no, no. Philly, the, the, exactly. Minnesota, Chicago. Sh- yeah, the, the Chicago that got Jimmy there in the first. Yeah, place. no, that was that was. That you me, always get the. You I, always go for the best player, right? But, see, but but here's the thing, though. I think that they were too too early to start bringing in the the veteran talent. You had to cultivate that young talent first and get those guys established before you start meddling and bringing the real guys onto the squad. Look, look, right, because the blueprint is Golden State. How long was Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green together before they even signed Iguodala, right? How how long were they together before before they made the move for KD? Right before they started bringing on the David West and all of that, all of those guys were established. Is Cat established yet? 
Nah. This yeah, this is supposed to be the year. As 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 names, as household names. Steph and them boys were established as household names because they made it to the playoffs Cat. with the with their drafted big three. People know Cat, I would say. And people know People Wiggins. know Embiid. They don't know Cat. Cat can be doing what Embiid is doing just with Cat's up skills and abilities. Cat can fucking ball, man. He's not a household name though. But yeah. Wiggins not is yet. not a household name. Levine is becoming a household name because he got his own squad now. Right. But what I'm saying is, and, and going back to that trade, is if you look at where Philly is now, right? They're two stars. Oh, them boys is some dog. Oh, you could you you could bring the bigger dog that he think he bigger because he's not better than them two. But Ooh. the thing but the reason why it's I really Jimmy. But Jimmy. Oh. The the reason why I really love it for Philly though is because let's say if you had three primetime scorers that need the rock, oh that's a problem. How are we gonna figure this out? You know, we seen we seen the saga in Miami. We seen it, you know, work itself out in Boston. You had three scores that kind of need the ball, right? But here, Ben Simmons don't need the rock. He he, he scored 10, 12 points. He don't want to shoot. He don't want to shoot. All you want to do is be six ten, defend and 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 distribute the ball. And B though, he gonna be you know thirty points. And now you bring on Jimmy that can go get his own shot. Sarik and 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 Covington weren't those type of guys. And they didn't seem like they were quite fitting in this year. It was weird. I, well, they well Philly has lost a lot of good like surrounding role players the last couple of seasons. Well, in particular, and Bellinelli. Yes, were the, the biggest big ones because because think about it. Right at any given time. When you have Bellinelli, Ilyasova, and also J.J. Redick on, on, on the squad, and Robert Covington, yeah, right? and Dario Saric, all five of those guys are legit three-point shooters, you can put four three-point shooters out there. You can put three three-point shooters out there with your two best guys in Ben Simmons and Embiid. This year they didn't have that. And they had two guys that could shoot the three. Right. Or Brett three. Brown had his rotations down pack. He was last year. He was going, yeah, exactly. Last year. This year it, it's 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 a little bit off, you know, out of whack. That's why you Embiid know, is averaging so so many points because he's having to do it all. Now. Well, but, no, 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 that's not why. Well, I'm, I'm saying that. Well, I'm not that's not why, but that's a big reason why you're seeing. I I well, think well, because he thing. has to pick up the scoring load. But 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 great players as they continue to progress, their usage rates goes up. And who on that? Who else on that team you're going to get a ball to? No, that's going to get you thirty. No, I agree. I'm saying he, they don't have shooters, so that's why they're doing a lot of inside. And obviously, Ben Simmons, but, we talk about, don't even shoot. But Embiid hit a lot of threes this year, and he hit a big three against yeah, Charlotte to win the He's game. He's their best shooter. Nah, JJ is. Come on now. Yeah, how you gonna forget JJ Reddy? You see JJ put them numbers up last night. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what you talking about? That man was shooting without a shoe on. You know what I'm saying? So, so look, the the the, the thing I like, I, I think I think what it does for Philly is it gives another clutch guy in clutch moments because Embiid is clutch, right? Ben Simmons don't want the ball. Embiid wants to be clutch. He wants to be clutch, but 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 it takes the heart yes, and the no, wherewithal to you take need, those You need shots. to have the will to exactly, it. and he has the skill to do it. Yeah, and, and I he, felt it, there were he, moments Brett Brown should have given him the opportunity exactly. last year. And Joel Embiid has that I don't give a fuckness to him. Mm-hmm. That's like, bro, I don't care. Like I'm gonna shoot this shot, and if we make it cool, mm-hmm. we win. If not, we play tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Like, he has that. You need that to be one of the greats. He has that already. But Jimmy now it gives you another guy that can create and facilitate. So you literally have. Joel and now Jimmy in clutch moments because before you, you 
do you really want to give Ben Simmons the ball? Cl- you don't. So I think that that elevates them. I think they're also going to add to their roster throughout the uh, buyout market. They they looking at they're trying to get Corver. They're trying to get Corver. They're, they're they're willing to trade for Corver, which is good. Uh, but still, we don't know which other veterans are going to get bought out. Right, like a la Tyson Chandler, you know, nobody on Philly got the backroom deals like LeBron do, you know, on the phone like that. But <laughs> no James Jones, he, he, he ain't got no James. Nah. Nobody on Philly got James Jones on speed dial. Like <laughs> he, that. Called, he called him up, says, "Hey, bro, look and at it, your hand and says, how many rings did I get?" Uh huh. <laughs> right. uh-huh. But then for 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 Minnesota, I think from from and, and mind you, Carl Anthony Towns had a twenty twenty game. The day after they got like garbage with Jimmy, he Jimmy was bad. He was yep, he was bad for them. But you, you, but you know what though, I, I think he was bad and good. He was bad while he was there, but he it's good that he's gone. But the impressions that he's made is going to be everlasting for them. I, I think that they kind of needed somebody to whip their ass the way Jimmy kind of did. You know what I'm saying? Now, Cat has had a 2020 game since Jimmy's been gone, and Dario and Robert Covington are going to come in and fall in line. Man. You know what I'm saying? Dario's like, hey, bro, you need to take 20, 30 shots. You, you, you the guy on this squad. He's used to playing with and a guy like that. Exactly. Yeah. Inside out, pick and roll, can rebound, can be a defensive presence. He hasn't been in the NBA with Cat. I don't know what's going on. But outside of that, now you have Robert Covington. So on the wing, you have really, really exceptional length because Wiggins is six seven six eight with some mm-hmm. crazy bounce and, and, and length. And now you put a first-team all-defender out there with him, too, that can catch and shoot threes. Yep. So I, I like it. I like it for both teams. I You know, outside of the Kawhi, DeMar DeRozan, I don't think you can really get equal value. But I think what this does for both rosters, mm-hmm. it puts them where they need to be. What about Philly's depth? Outside of the starting five. Philly's depth, I'm not worried about it because the way that they need to address their depth is with cheap veterans. Because they have everything that a championship squad needs except for the cheap veterans. You look at every championship squad, they had at least two to three cheap veterans on that team. And they don't have any yet. And but I think, they will. Yeah, and I think their depth will be fine. They still got Winston Chandler. I like what Cormats and Shemet have been able to do when mm-hmm. they've come in. So they look like they can play. We didn't know before because they weren't they were not getting minutes. Um, I still believe in in Fultz, so I think it'll give him a chance to develop with less pressure. Nah. So so I I think what this trade does is uh, make Fultz expendable. They said they came out and said he wasn't, but I think he is. No, no, he 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 one thousand percent. See, look, here's the thing: Fultz is extremely fragile. I don't think he is. Okay, so Fultz is extremely fragile. So nobody in the organization could come out and say that he's available, or else they'll lose whatever value he has. Right. Um, The reason why he's expendable now is because he doesn't complement the big three. Everything is about the big three now. Right. We've seen it in the past with Boston, with Miami, with any team that has a big he three. Be, uh, Mario Chalmers. He, he, he can't shoot the he three. Does, he can't shoot. He can't. He's not even good at the foul line. The, you so, don't need him to distribute because you got Ben Simmons. Exactly. He can't rebound. What, like what, 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 can, what does he do that complements what Jimmy, Joel and Ben do? Because he was supposed to be part of the big. I, three. I understand. I, I think so. I read up on this. Right. It's. The weirdest shit ever. Whoever his trainer is, his boy that they William said he ain't talking no more, right? Yeah, he was the one that messed him up. It was him. So I'm glad to hear that um, because I watched his. How was it him? Yeah, because you know he trains a lot of other NBA yeah, players. Nobody just does one guy. They so I'll, I'll send you guys the article that okay. I read. It was very detailed, and this guy spent months there. And he went through the whole situation. And there was a mixtape package of folks when he was in Washington. 
oh, if you saw this, you'd be like, yeah, I understand. I, I don't know totally why they, they picked him up. He had everything. Of course. He had everything, bro. Total if, package. If he ever get that back, oh, it, it, it's going to be uh, great. But and, that, and all it is is just a shooting. He has everything else. He gets it. to the lane. He yeah. just can't shoot right he, now. He had a nice uh, little running layup last night over somebody. <laughs> You know, it's just whatever. It's just it's mental. Like you said, it it's, it's fragile. So this is why I think even though he may be expendable to them, I still think that now there's less pressure on you to be that third guy, to be that scorer, because Jimmy's there. And you just need to get back to playing ball. Nah. See, th- this this is the reason why I say he's expendable. For this roster, you know who's better than Fultz? McConnell. No. Oh, well, I, I like TJ. Wait, wait, you said better than Fultz. Better than Fultz, right? I'm talking about with this roster. With this roster, I'll go get. I'll go get. Um, what's the point guard now for the cat? George Hill. That's his name. Yeah, George Hill. Oh hell jo- no, no, no. I would take George Hill over Fultz. No, jo- George Hill. I would fits a role better than what Markel Fultz does right Find now. Find somebody else. I, 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 I can not I, name. I, I, George I can. Hill. I can give you a lot of other players. Okay, but not George Hill. But but but, but a George Hill like player. Okay, oh, fine. George Hill like player. But, All I'm saying is is that the way Philly is now constructed, right? I will. I much rather have guys that are championship role players versus a guy with potential. Because 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 what what does this trade do? It says we're in win now mode. It does, and, and obviously with with the ages of Embiid and Simmons, your window is 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 still big. But here's 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 the and other Jimmy's thing. Jimmy's not too old either. How and they're gonna give him one ninety and five. How long before Ben Simmons want to leave? Because I've been hearing that he and Embiid aren't quite gelling. That. Really, I thought they were cool. I thought they were nah, yeah, not really. There's only they, one person I hear say that. They they both who was wanted, that? Colin. That's the only person I've heard say that. No, nah, I've been seeing it out there. I, I didn't even know he was saying that because I don't really listen well, to Well, Colin him. has something against Philly, doesn't he? No. I think he doesn't really care for Embiid like that. Colin just no, pushes like his Embiid. show. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I didn't know Colin was saying that. So, Colin, but, yeah, but I've, I've been hearing, like, on some other podcasts, basketball podcasts, like, Simmons, Embiid is the alpha, and Embiid thinks and says this is his team. Simmons wants his own team, but – He's not developing enough to have his own team. It's a shooter league, and if you can't, if you can't, you know. Well, I don't even think that's true, but I don't think it's that. I think it's just ego. Because if because if Ben Simmons had a jump shot or a mid range at the least, he would easily be the best player on that team. But it's but it's it's true. But with them, it's egos. Who's the guy? Whose team is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a young Kobe and Shaq scenario. Yeah, this this is all. This is it early. So now you bring a Jimmy in there, who's probably going to assume that that mantle as the, the second guy. Bet, yeah, at, I think at he what might point will, will Ben be like, "All right, yeah, I'm I'm good." Well, here, here 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 here's the thing, right? Like, if if your play does all of the talking, and in sports, that's how I believe it. You could talk some smack, but then you got to back it up. And I think Ben Simmons and I, and I said and I, and I said this like two years ago to you, Ken, when we were talking about Philly and what Philly can be, and you know, you're like, oh man, I didn't know Embiid was that damn good, this, that, and the third. And I said that still the most important player is Ben Simmons because Embiid can't do what he does unless you got a guy like Ben Simmons doing what he does. No, I feel you, but I'm talking about no, no, Simmons. I know. 
his Mine, his psyche. Yeah, like, his, his psyche is where you know he wants it to be his squad. Because he and, don't look the same. Well, he's always. I've always thought he had that nonchalant type of demeanor. Because people always question that, like his motor. Nah, he, he, nah, nah, he has I, motor. I thought that too until I saw him. Play no, because at LSU people year. thought but, that but, but too. L- L- LSU was Nick. Remember when was when do we see how special Ben Simmons was when Embiid got hurt and they went on that that sixteen game winning streak. And we were like, "Oh my God, this dude is because he truth. was doing everything. He, he was killing." And I, I, th- I think, I think it's Stephen A. that keeps saying that he's a jump shot away from being LeBron. He really that's is. What I, uh, that's so, 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 so to me, that's why I keep saying that your 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 game will dictate where you are in terms of the pecking order on your team. He ha- he has to develop a jump shot. And there's some question about his work ethic too. What about? Well, I didn't know about that. What yeah. about? So you you mentioned. This move makes them – we're winning now, championship mm-hmm. now. What does this do for them in the East? They're top four. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easy. Like solidified. What were, they, what were they before that? They were top four, but we but they were a big question mark. Now they're solidified. Like they, they are a championship contender. Because in, the, in the ranking, how, where would you rank them in the top four? Like today? Yeah, today. Out of respect, I have four. them second. Oh, I forgot about Toronto. So I have them yep. third. I'll, I'll pay so you the Raptors up, and the Bucks in respect. So you so you put them above the Celtics. Absolutely, the Celtics so, are playing. Why is like, that? Because they're a five hundred ball. Club. Yeah, yeah, they're they're struggling right now. They're figuring it out. But they're number one in defense. Like almost all the defensive stats. They're and their offense is what is almost last. And you love yeah, that. Yeah. You said that they can, you can figure out offense. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. You 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 can figure out. You can figure out the see the reason why I, I'm 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 not worried about the Celtics. Number one, Brad Stevens. Number two. It's not like you ain't got offensive talent. You just do. They just you got to figure it out. The fact that I think it's harder to get a team to communicate and to buy in and to play together. And when you play defense the way they play defense, everybody's bought in. It's just I feel that I don't know about that. Why you say that? I think Jalen Brown eventually is going to be a problem. I don't. Th- I think is Rozier has has talked Rozier's about. the guy. He's talked about like I need to. I need to learn how to play with my like utilize my minutes the best because mm-hmm. I'm not going to get as much as I did last year because obviously it was a lot of injuries and he got mm-hmm. a lot of time. Um, I think Gordon Hayward. They're still trying to figure out what lineup, what package, what situations he fits best in. And I I still think people are still waiting to see like the real Kyrie Irving. Uh, we're seeing the yeah, real yeah, Kyrie. Seeing Kyrie. Well, I mean, like Kyrie back. Yeah, Kyrie I, is. I back. still think he can, he still has another gear. Nah. But that's champion. That's championship mode. Yeah, we seeing mid season form Kyrie Irving. We, like like the guy that I last year I um like through the first fifteen twenty games I was saying that is but the you know MVP. What we're also seeing. I mm. think we're also seeing a Kyrie that recognizes that this team is in trouble. So did you hear his comments? What did he say? He said that About this team needs like a, like a fifteen year yep. veteran that that can. That they could come Show in. And now you had somebody. His name was LeBron now. James now. Yeah. You you had somebody. You now you got your own team. squad. Well, you got somebody on the open market named Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Melo's dead on this show, man. Mr. Disrespect, you can't bring him up no more. Which makes me question his commitment to Boston if they continue down this path. And what did I say last time we talked? What did they need to do last week? With who? With the whole With the whole Boston squad. Come on now. I can't remember. I'm old. Trade for a D. Oh. Last week before Jimmy. They have to make that move. If yeah. they, I, I think I, they are going to make a if move. If they don't make that move, and it, it, I, that's the only move to make. 
I there think, is no other move. They have to make the AD move. They have to. I think Jalen and, and Rozier may be gone. Um, but I think they're reluctant to trade Rozier because Kyrie Irving isn't reliable when it comes to his health. Well, they got but, Marcus Smart still, right? They got Marcus Smart. But he's Sm- no Rozier. But they don't need no, 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 him no, no, to no. score. They no, just no, need no. him to be the point guard. Also, if, Ro- if Irving go down, you want to put Rozier in he, the starting he, unit? No, I'm talking about Smart. I mean, uh, Smart. But it's also what you bring back from the Pelicans. Like I said, it's not only AD. You got to bring back one of these mm-hmm. three guys. Etwan Moore, Alfred Payton. Or Drew Holiday. One of them three guys got to come back. And what that does is that gives you insurance for Kyrie. Because if Kyrie goes down, I'm fine with starting Drew and having Jason Tatum and having AD. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with having Alfred Payton. Even though, you know how I feel mm-hmm. about him. You, you was really high. I'm like, nah. But but in, in that system, in the way that they want to, they're already the number one team defensively. Right, so so you don't lose much defensively. Obviously, you don't get the spacing, you don't get that. But he can attack. He 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 can he can turn the corner. Yeah. And then Etwan Moore is the best shooter out the three. You know what I'm saying? You can start um, uh, Marcus Smart and Etwan Moore. You know, or Yabu you Selly. You, you know can. what I'm saying? So 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 to me, at the end of the day, as long as you get one of those three guys back, you can give up all those draft picks. You can give up Jalen, Terry, and Gordon, and you'll be fine. You're not going to be missing for depth. You, you, there's still a buyout market that these championship teams are going to want some of these older guys. Like, I'm pretty sure J.R. Smith is probably going to get bought out. You know what I'm saying? By by by, the, yeah. by, 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 by buyout season, right, like before the trade, he's going to get bought out if they don't trade him already. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be guys that can help teams. You know what I'm saying? So, so but they got to make the AD move, and, and they can't, they can't wait another week. Are. Before the two months you, in you, you know why Is it easier to get a player acclimated now Or when you got a month and a half before the playoffs It's AD he can do whatever but, I feel you But, but I'm just saying I, just, I agree just I, I hear what you're saying I hear what you're saying, you know what I'm saying? I hear what you're Getting saying. used to a guy Hey where do you like the ball Do you like pick and rolls Do you want me to throw it high on the lobs where, like, like all of that type of stuff You gotta figure out Talent wise Yes absolutely I don't think that's gonna work for Kyrie. Kyrie wants to be the man, dog. He's he's Ky- Kyrie Bryant. <laughs> he, he's the he's, he's hey. the the Mamba, his own Mamba. But but here's the thing, though. That's his favorite player, ain't it? Yeah, he thinks he's Kobe. He but he, but here's the thing, right? Obviously, what 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 did we establish about two weeks ago? It's all about the money, right? When we were talking about Paul George and mm-hmm. his situations, so you mean to tell me that you think Kyrie is gonna leave close to fifty million dollars on the table, dog? Like I, I don't see that. I don't see AD leaving close to sixty. So Boston can give him the most money. Yeah, because when Do you, you even think tra- they give him that deal, I'm yes. talking about psyche, bro. Yes, I I understand the psyche, but at the end of the day, it is a business. Who who are they gonna? I, True money talks, but if AD ends up on Boston, who are we going to talk about? AD. Yeah, we're going to talk about AD. But Kyrie the, can't, he can't handle that. Because AD would be the best player on that team. He is the best player on the He would be the best player on the team. However, again, it goes from being the best or being the reason why. Like, you know, um, uh, what what was I watching last night? I, I I can't remember what I was watching, but it was crit- oh I was watching one of the ba- the players only uh, mm-hmm. uh, cast you know on Monday nights on NBA TV they only do players only yeah and um, I think C Webb was talking and he was talking about 
you know, situation, this, that, and the third, but something stuck out with me. I'm, I'm definitely going to keep this. There's a difference between wanting to win and being the reason why you win. Oh, yeah, I saw that. You know what I'm saying? I saw that. Like that. And I had to think about that. And I said, oh, damn. You know, when I was coming up, did I want to win or did I want to be the reason? And I wanted to be the reason a lot of the time until I got older, right? And I think that for Kyrie, he wants to be the reason. And even with AD, he would still be the reason. That, that, goes, to, that goes to the whole best player versus most important player. I don't care if Boston gets AD. They cannot win a championship without Kyrie. The same way Golden State cannot win a championship without Steph Curry, even if Steph is is, is playing bad out there. You got to guard the man 40 feet away from the basket. The, just the intangibles of what Kyrie brings doesn't matter what AD does. Just like it didn't matter what LeBron did. If he didn't have Kyrie, they wouldn't have won that championship. They won that championship. Yeah. And granted, they needed LeBron. They needed I, the block. They needed, they needed both. the block. But they needed, they needed the shot. both. But they but the shot. Yeah. They needed the shot. The block and the shot. But do we talk about the shot? Oh, we talk about the shot. Nah. We don't talk about the shot. They don't talk nah, about man. the shot, bro. Nah, they man. talk about the block more they than the shot. They talk about the block way more than the shot. Yeah, they they kind of do. It's, yeah. I always ri- I talk about the shot. I, I talk ri- about the shot. It's kind of ridiculous to be honest that they talk about the block more than the shot. It is, well, because they they probably think that if would if not for the block, Iguodala makes a layup and then the game is out. Like, isn't the I game mean, I over? Get that, they, but they go up for it's LeBron. It's, they, I mean, we know why, but clearly because LeBron made the block. Like, nigga, you didn't make the goddamn shot. He when does he make the shot? If he would have made man, if he would have made the shot. I don't know if oh, he no, made that, his, that, that's different. If he would have made the shot, he gets elevated it would, to a whole it, other yeah, level. Yeah, it would have been over for the yeah. Cleveland championship. Yes, he, bro, it would have been over. Yeah, but the fact because it was a long time, it was they was both missing shots for like Everybody a minute, then or two minutes. For mm-hmm. Curry got checked by Kevin Love. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was anybody's game for like the last couple yep. minutes. Yeah, it yep, was. Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, but the, um, the block was important. It was no, it was it, it was important to the sequence of events to yeah. the whole thing. And and, and and people, you know, Le- LeBron said he was ready for whatever. But when you watch that play, because you know they use it for a lot of promo and stuff like that, LeBron was so high he literally had to move his head away from the rim, and both his hands hit the backboard. So he was literally ready for a reverse to block with the left, and he got you know the shot that he got with the right hand. So yeah, at the end of the day, look. People may be talking about the block a little bit more, but at the end of the day, you couldn't win it without Kyrie. And maybe AD does something in a championship game where everybody talks about it, but at the end of the day, they're going to need Kyrie to win. Um, the Rockets. So I, I knew something was off with the Rockets this year, and I, I joked about the mellow effect, but. You ain't joking, man. You got to be serious. I'll it's be- not. It's not. He is being a scapegoat. Like Dwayne Wade said, he's, his escape well, he's being blacklisted. They lost their defensive coach. And I think I asked that before on the podcast. I was like, do they still have the same guy? Yeah, Jeff Zillick retired. Yeah, he, he retired. And now he's coming back. He retired at the beginning of the season. He came back in the middle of it, I guess, because a lot of people – I guess somebody called him and said, hey, we'll pay you whatever. Come back, please. But if you look at their defensive uh, standings of the last – I think uh, – I forgot who brought up this stat. I think it, it might have been uh, Marcellus Wiley. But if you look at their defensive stands in the last three to four years, last year was an anomaly based on how defen- their rankings are defensively. Last year they were ranked seventh. But every other year they've been at least 20 or, le- or worse. I know. So Melo wasn't the reason why. They- and then on top of that, you lost Ariza. You lost him by Mute. You lost your defensive coach. Like The defensive then, coach is and the then, key to me. Wait, hold on now. 
they paid Capella, and he ain't playing like a he guy sure that's isn't. worth that money. Nah, he sure isn't. He that that was a con- how many times did we get fooled by contract year? How many he times, can but, still play but, the way he played not, last year. But he's obviously not playing. But but it, but but it wasn't just that because you know it was kind of like a Omir Seek situation, like when he when he was in Chicago playing behind Dwight Howard. Remember? Because they yeah, had Capella. They had Capella and Dwight, and Capella was outplaying Dwight because Capella was doing what they wanted Dwight to do: rim run, play defense, get rebounds, get extra possessions, and you'll get yours. But we're not going to feature you. And that's an easy style of basketball. Like, when, when, when you're that style of big, ain't much thinking. Set a pick and go to the rim, bro. He was one of their most get important players. Back. He was part of the big three. He got to get back exactly. on track, bro. He got to. And he granted, got to. Granted, Chris Paul and Harden been inconsistent in the lineup with injuries and suspensions. Yeah, but, but Chris Paul and James Harden have nothing to do with being the back line of the defense. Mm. And, and that's part of Capella's problem this year. He's just not as engaged defensively. He he just isn't. He he's not getting the blocks. He's not getting the rebound totals. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's kind of like where you at? Yeah. So we'll 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 see. I I I bring it up because I just want to put a pin in it on this show to kind of watch what happens from here. Now that he's returning, because I think this came out on November 5th. So I don't know if he's back with them yet. But let's see how the defense pick up. Let's see how well they play together, and um and we'll see if that was. A, a thing that they were going to um, going through. If it was a defense coordinator, um, we don't know what's going to happen with Melo, but I think they're being somewhat unfair to him. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And the fact that nobody wants Melo, no, no one, no one has crazy. said nobody wants Melo. He's still talking to people. Philly, what's Team's up? Probably like, nah, we <laughs> no, good. Philly. Yeah. Philly, what's up? <laughs> like, nah, we good. <laughs> Uh, I got to call uh, Q because he want to weigh in on the, the Philly thing. But before I do that, um, Duran and Draymond, man, I, I told y'all something to look awful with Draymond. <laughs> he, he's just the – he's worse than the third wheel. He's like sixth wheel. <laughs> Is he? Because they got DeMarcus. So, like – But but it's it, he, he got suspended, bro. That's – I don't know how well that's going to sit – with well, him. Well, because if you look, if you have been paying, I know people in the Bay Area have been paying attention closely to this, obviously, as far as like how Golden State is trying to convince Kevin Durant, it's in your best interest to stay. Like, mm-hmm. we, they, I saw pictures of him going to the new arena. Uh, they, they, they showing him everything. Like, they saying, like, bro, we can, you can, they doing the Blake Griffin thing or they did in the Clippers. Like, they might retire his jersey in the new arena before it's even, uh, open. So, I think mm. with, with Draymond cussing him out the way he did, especially about the topic of free agency, they like, bro, you need to get the hell away because we're trying – you don't you, you don't attract uh, bees with uh, vinegar. You know what I'm right. saying? Like you got to you got to sweeten things up. You can't yell at him because obviously he's an emotional guy and he doesn't respond well to backlash. We've seen – that's why he had the burner accounts and everything. Like he, he, he likes – he wants to feel like he is in control of all his And what did he making. say? You didn't need us? Wait, we didn't need you. You needed us? <laughs> Something like that is what he told him. Um, that is a very good point. I think you might be right. Um, because Draymond has done what he's always done. They got into it last year, remember? And they've always kind of brushed it, swept it under the rug. But now all of a sudden, Kevin Durant's a free agent. Back-to-back finals MVP, back-to-back titles, threatening to leave. They winning. They're not now, trying to break it. Now all of a sudden, Draymond's expendable. 
and we can't have you yelling at our prize, you know, acquisition like that. So that is very, very, very interesting. It's something I'm going to have to keep my eye on. I think management looked at him like, hey, bro, if he leave, you gone too. Yeah, because, you know, they're talking about this rose to a, 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 a level that was intolerable or something along those lines. And I'm like, but Draymond has always done that. Well, for, and also they're two grown-ass men. They need, they need to learn how to handle their own And it's basketball. They always kind of get into as men. it when it comes to yeah, basketball. Yeah, but you, but you can't call one of the franchise guys a little bitch. You you just you can't do that. I mean, there's He's a lot of people. In, I was there's a lot of people in barbershops that said the same thing about Draymond. Of course, <laughs> but that's barbershops. You tell him wait. You telling me that you really think that Draymond hasn't called Kerr? I mean Curry, Clay. He's or cussed KD out. That, that I before. think he's cussed out everybody in that organization. I'm, Hell I, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not saying that he hasn't cussed them out, but I just think that the fact that he was trying to back the, his play as well. And then calling KD out of his name that way just compounded everything. Because did you I, did you did you watch it? I, didn't, I did. I, didn't I watched it. a couple of different angles, and and I'm not disagreeing with you. It just I'm with Nick. It feels weird that they're gonna enact this type of punishment on him for something he's done his whole career. But right. but 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 I, but I think that you know last year what, the, what 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 was the kind of the aura around golden state that that was the toughest championship ever, yeah and, right? and what did uh because, david west said you should you don't know the things exactly. that we been through so so i think that this is trying to nip that in the bud because last year was so damn difficult like hey bro like we can't bring that stuff that we was having going on last year to this but year but what was going on last year it was just a whole bunch of behind yeah. the scenes stuff that we, that they happened in the locker yet. room that didn't get out cuz obviously know? it didn't affect the winning so it, no, must, because, it gotta hey, be something hey, else because hey, hey, when you got talent like that and you have a system and everybody believes in the system it's not like no, it, it's not like there's dissension on the team it, it's just that to get up to always play and to always get everybody's best shot when mo when a lot of other teams get nights off and they don't because of the pressure outside because of you arguably have the greatest shooter you have the greatest shooting backcourt and then you added the the, the the next greatest shooter in the nba Chico. you know what I'm saying? It, 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 there's just a lot of pressure and tension to live up to certain expectations and then i'm gonna start looking at you like damn bro why didn't you make that shot i got you a wide open shot ain't you the best shooter in the damn world ain't ain't, ain't this a pressure situation so now you start to cannibalize each other you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. that play that Draymond did is what Draymond again has done. But 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 Draymond is one of the smarter players in the NBA, right? True. Draymond also understands his position, right? Because True. the man averages seven, seven, and seven. Okay. He ain't averaging twenty seven and seven and seven. He didn't have a triple double that night, okay. Right? But I'm just saying he not he's not even a ten point scorer. So 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 what so what are you doing in that in the, in that possession with no time left right they've been in that don't I know this is one of the greatest shots I've ever seen remember a couple of years ago when Steph Curry came down and hit that OKC. damn near OKC yeah. similar situation right Steve Curry ain't gonna call no timeouts in those type of scenarios we know that that's his mo that's how he likes to mm. roll with this team. Why, what is Draymond going to do with six seconds to go? Because that's how he plays and that's but how he's always no, played. No, no. He should have passed the ball. You're saying okay. that he should have known better. Yes, as because, a because he's a leader on that team and he gives yeah, the ball to better. the guys that score. Who said I, it? He had his Carlton moment. He that's all I was going to say. That's, that's all that was. I know this. He sh- when I saw Durant clapping, 
I was saying, Draymond, what are just you doing? The, yeah, to give him the rock. But I'm Move also saying that Draymond, as a playmaker, as a guy with his IQ, this isn't outside of his wheelhouse. Hasn't he hit game winners before for that team? But he, yeah. that's not really. But he ain't the I man. He, he ain't the man. Game winners. But if you if you entrust Draymond, like. Aren't you kind of... It's scenario-based, Ken. Like, like, He's the fifth best player on that team, I understand that, but... Ken, I, Ken, as, as a very organized and detailed coaching staff, right, you go over scenarios, right? Bill Belichick, how, how did they win that, 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 that Super Bowl against Seattle? He knew that they were going to call that slant. He knew that. Why did he know that? Because you go over the details over and over and over again, and you practice scenario-based situations, Ken. You practice two minutes. You practice the two-minute drill. You practice last second. You pra- you practice these things, and you can't tell me. I'm outside of the organization. I think everybody understands that in late-game scenarios, 1A and 1B is Steph Curry and KD. The second option is Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. And then whatever happens after that is whatever happens after that. And two out of your top three options was in the quarter, in the game, and your one A or one B, whatever which letter or, or whatever letter you want to put KD as, was calling for the rock. But you give him the rock, and he should have. He should have. He he messed up. But I can see Draymond defending himself. Um. Saying that this is just what I do, I but, felt but, like but, I had but, a better, but, better option. A better option to do what? You he he got they just the, made a for, defensive no, playoff. No, for, 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 it's it's inexcusable, all, man. It's exactly, just, it is what it is. It's and, just and, and, and first of all, oh wait, hold on, Ken. There's only first, one. First of all, he took the rebound from KD, right? Okay, yeah, he did. He took the rebound from KD. That's number one. <laughs> number two, you're dribbling down court when there's three or four defenders on your side. And you and you were coming diagonal across the step over on Durant. It doesn't matter though. No, 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 no. But what grabbed it and then he was off to the race. Durant was still clapping. That's fine. But at the end of the day, what was he going to do when it was really like a one-on-three scenario for his team? He's the worst shooter on the floor. He should not be doing those shots. That's just just. But he's done it. They've gave him free. Rain to do that stuff in the past, and now all of a sudden they're gonna spin. That, that was then. This is now. You have KD. He should get the ball. If not him, uh, Steph. If Steph's not there, then Clay. You are literally the fourth option, and that's if Cousins ain't with KD. Hmm. I'm, I just did Draymond game winners. I, I found two. <laughs> <laughs> Some. What is that? Michigan State. <laughs> I'm just. I, I just. It he know he year. knows the writing on the wall. He's expendable, and he's upset about that because he he was hoping to get a second an, another contract. Oh my bad, that was a defensive play. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Ken. Like like, look at the end of the day. Right? Oh, he hit one in Miami in 2012. Hold <laughs> on, I got it. I'm pulling up the receipts. <laughs> Come on, that was when my niece was born. At, at the end of the day, <laughs> even if Draymond took the rebound. He started dribbling up court. By the time he got the half court, he should have stopped the ball. Hey, where, KD, where you at? Come, come, come get this hot potato, bro. Come, come put this thing in the hole. Yeah, yeah. That, that, because my, my thing is I don't have a problem with him even taking a rebound from KD. Oh, I don't have a problem with him advancing the ball. But once he got past half court, there were more defenders than there were offensive players. True. And then what were you doing? Like, what what was going through his mind? What play were you going to make? I'm because because you didn't have to close this game out. I'm, I'm calling game. <laughs> okay, Paul Pierce. 
I'm just saying, man. man. Yeah, it's it, it's a wrap. That team's breaking up. Oh yeah, I, I, I've been told y'all though. Financially, yeah. you can't the afford it. The writing is on the well, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying it's it's getting more and more louder as as time goes on. It's only it's on, we're only seeing that because number one, we live in a social media age. Number two, they broke the Bulls' record, and number three, they're by far the most talented team we've ever seen in the history of the NBA. Demarcus Cousin, boy, he tried to get that shit on the wraps quick. He was like, hey, 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 nigga, hey, hey, come on now. I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get this ring right quick, man. Come on, Draymond, like, like, calm down. Got to keep it together. You know, he he had his glasses on and everything. I said, look, I said, look at Demarcus up there trying to calm down. He said he want that ring. He said, hey, look, hey, nigga, don't, Demarcus, this is don't mess up my they, chance of getting this ring. It? Yeah, you think this is the year that they missed the championship? They nah, get it? they're just yep. too talented. Yep, it's too I, to- ta- I told it's y'all too this. Talented. I told y'all so this. So who getting it then? If the Warriors not getting, I right, mean, you already know. I called mine already, Ooh, bro. I'm they not- just started winning your team. Hey, man, <laughs> you talk about the Lakers? Yeah, I'm not backing down. I, I'm, I'm, I stand by. There's my about four teams. So, so, in so the, the championship is still coming out of the out of the West. So none, so none of the Eastern Conference teams I don't know, can man. beat the I, Lakers. I really like what Philly did, bro. I, I, I think that was a good move. Toronto for still looks good. Uh, yeah, I, you, you see who they put in the starting lineup now? Siakam. Siakam. Yeah, I that, like him. He's I the was guy. just telling, yeah, we, we, were we just had a conversation. About him last night. That, yeah. yeah, they got two of the same players on, on Toronto. <laughs> they got three. OG on the Nobi too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They all yeah, like right. <laughs> yeah I, I'm not. I like what the Bucks are doing, but I don't know if I'm all in yet on them. I'm I'm look I, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of their coaching staff. I, I love Bud when he was here. Um, you obviously see the the influence of what he has, right? Like they come in, everybody's passing the rock. I just I don't believe like when you look at their second best player, it's such a drop off. Yeah, yeah, you know from their from their best player, and then if you look at their second best player versus everybody, all of the contenders in the East, second best player. I, I, I I just I don't know how they how they overcome. Yep. What up, Q? Yeah. 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 yeah I got you. What's going on? What's What's going on with your your uh, your sisters, man? Y'all going to the tight? Y'all Y'all gonna win it all now? With Jimmy? Yeah. Uh, we probably need like one more piece. What piece is that?
to complete, have like a two-way wing that can switch and do things. Because right now, Boston looks kind of shaky right now. Um, I think they're like seven and six. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything. And, you know, the, like that doesn't really mean anything because when, whenever they play, then they turn into a gargantuan team for some reason. Um, they play, you know, the, the, like the Nuggets or whatever. They look like, you know, a really bad team. And when they play us, they get up to play us. So we have to have another wing. And Corbett gives us a shooter, but I don't know if he gives us defense. We need a guy like Ariza, who's a veteran, uh, expiring contract, cheap, cheap contract that uh, that we can absorb. And then next summer, go after free agent. But I like the Jimmy trade. He gives us a guy that we can um, we'll just get the ball to with a minute left and be like, just go get us a bucket. Can work to take a roll. With him and Ben, him and uh, Embiid, many options that we can do on offense. And it's just like finally we actually have a guy who can get his own shot besides our center. And I think that he'll also not have to work as hard on defense uh, as he did in Minnesota because Towns is not as good as Embiid on defense. Embiid looks like defensive player of, of the year candidate along with the MVP candidate this year. So I'm really proud of the move. Also really excited that we didn't have to give up a first-round pick either. So I guess we'll just see where it goes from there. But I like what Philly did in this trade, man. I think we got a really good chance at going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I, I need to see how we mesh on offense. I think Jimmy said in his press today that um, Tibbs was the one who was asking him to play a lot of ISO ball. So I know that a lot of the concerns are that he won't be able to move with us. I think the Sixers uh, pass the ball on most of the NBA of any other team. Uh, you know, like the ball moved like 20 times in the in the possession, like almost like it's like a 16 times before a shot. Jimmy gives us the ability to give a one-on-one ISO, obviously, but I think that he said in his process that um, he's uh, able to do the same offense as us. He was just asking Minnesota to be the ISO guy, so he doesn't have to be as ball dominant. But I think a mixture of, of, the, of the two should bring us some good results. What about um? <clears throat> What's up with your boy Fultz, man? That's just an enigma, man. Like I've never seen, I've never seen anything like it before. Um, I think that, I think that when it comes to him, there's a lot of moving parts happening. There's a lot of like moving, uh, I guess you could say variables. But like on the one hand, we have a rumor going around that. He fell off a little motorcycle or a BMX bike, and he, um, and yeah, like he like fell off of a BMX bike like the like a month before a season started, oh, and okay. the team doesn't want to dis- disclose it, so it would make some sense, <laughs> but in I, you know, that's just kind of a shaky rumor to me that a lot of people have been saying that, oh, he, it was an injury and the team is embarrassed that another one of their draft picks got hurt. So, Colangelo just made up this whole excuse that he, that he changed his shot. That's one rumor. The second rumor is that he did change his shot and then couple that with some mental health struggles where he has, like, severe performance anxiety to the point that he got severe yips that he made himself forget how to shoot. I've, I've never seen anything like that in my life where mm. a player that is that, that was as talented as him um, uh, allowed the lights 
of, you know, being in the NBA to make him forget how to be as talented as he was. I've never seen anything like that. And the third rumor is just that he's a complete, like, um, complete performance anxiety ruined his shot. The second rumor is, like, you know, more about, like, the shot and then the performance anxiety worsened it. The third one is just, like, he has it and it made him lose the shot. So either way, either he needs to go see a professional that can go fix his shoulder or he needs to go see a psychiatrist who can help him with his anxiety because I think that this is way beyond just a normal situation now because he, you know, he drops his trainer. I think uh, during 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 the summer he, he started training with Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid's trainer and Drew Hamlin. He's a part of this thing called Pure Sweat, and he was helping him fix his jump shot. So for the whole time, I'm just like, okay, cool. Markel's gonna be back. He's gonna be doing his thing, and he's working with Drew. And you know, he has two, you know, great clients and whatnot. He has a whole list of clients in the NBA, so this should be good. And then just last night, apparently, it came out that Markel dropped Drew Hamlin out, and he doesn't work with Drew anymore. And it's just like, what is going on? Like he drops his first trainer. He drops his second trainer, and it's like, dude, I, I need more transparency from the organization from about this situation because they keep saying it's just like him having to work on his game. He's gonna keep working on his game, but what happened? Like, what is the sh- like? What happened? Like, how do you not get to the bottom of that? Like, I need to see from like the front office. I need to hear from them that like, damn, one time. Um, you know, I need to hear like one time. I, I think he woke up one. He woke up one day and he forgot how to shoot. I need to hear that. I, it's the it's the front office. It's the front office basically saying he's a he's a bust, and we don't want to admit it. I think all I think I think if it is mental health, then that's interesting because we're starting to hear more about that in the NBA. But I don't I, to. I feel like they might be using that as an excuse. I think that's. I think it's really just. I, like your your point earlier. No, nah, but they, if you have performance anxiety, like that's 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 but diagnosable. He, but, he, but he balled out in Washington. But 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 here. But understand this though. Like do you, do, do you do you know the Markel Fultz story though? Like before college? No, I do not. So Markel was a guy, you know, kind of like me. Like he 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 never grew. Like he he was very small for a very long time. And then all of a sudden he just he grew. Like, cause he was he wasn't like on anybody's boards. Like this guy was literally like underground. Like nobody knew about him, cause he he wasn't that nice. And then he grew, and you know a lot of short people they got skills, cause you gotta be skilled if you're gonna play. But now he had the size with it, and he grew into his size his junior year, junior senior year he dominated. Then that's when he went to Washington. He dominated. So it's not like he's been like this, uh, uh prototype the next one chosen one kind of guy, I can see where one day you're nothing. Next day, everybody's on you. You know, you get drafted number one. That's, that, that's, that's a lot of, a lot of different factors going in. And then what if, you know, you have that anxiety, you're coming out, it, it, your shot ain't looking what it was. You don't know what's going on. Like there, there, there's a lot. There's, there, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss it because what it sounds like, and I'm not saying that this is what you're saying or doing, but it just sounds very dismissive. No, I'm not, I'm not dismissing it, but I'm just saying, but the organization, but at the end of the day, 
he's he, like you mentioned earlier, he's expendable. He he doesn't move the needle for them in a positive direction. They've used another top draft pick that hasn't panned out due to injury or for some other uh, reason they just don't fit with the team. Mm-hmm. And the organization just doesn't want to take that just doesn't want to take that uh that loss on their resume as far as the whole quote unquote process system. But see, but I but I think by you saying that the organization doesn't want to acknowledge that they made a mistake and they're actually saying what it may be, which is performance anxiety, it makes you sound like you're dismissing well, they haven't, they, the, the performance he, anxiety. He just said they haven't came out. They're, they're not transparent. Officially, These are all just rumors. Of course. There's, of a, course. there's multitude. He just named about three rumors. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying we, we can see that that this could be performance anxiety. Like, like, like look at that free throw, dog. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, that saying. Shit crazy. That, you know, it, it, I never, I never seen that like that from a guard. I, I don't seen big men with funky shots and, and, and hitches and, and stuff Anthony like that. Mason free throw is better. Exactly. Than better than that. Like I, I've never seen a guard that can shoot in college shoot a free throw like that. Like like to me, that's all mental. Yeah, like like this is a normal. I don't think people understand that Markel Fultz like like a lot of his comparisons. In college, were like literally people saying he compared to Brandon Roy, James Harden. You know, what I'm saying like if you look, you know, what I'm saying like if you look at all of the draft expresses, you look at the ESPN, you look at the Bleacher Reports, everyone is comparing him uh, the summer of seventeen to all these people, and then out of nowhere, in fall seventeen, you so summer league, your shot looks fine. And then the some then camp starts and you don't have a shot. This is crazy. That doesn't make it that doesn't make any sense. Like that's not normal. And it's also funny to me because I don't want to say that Marcel Fultz is a bad player right now because he's literally like our only guard on the team that can get any type of penetration that can guard small guys. Besides Jimmy. like T J I guess. You got Jimmy like, that, that, T J was balling out for y'all. But he always has been. Yeah, he's been the same guy. He's a scrappy yeah. guy. Yeah, you know, and like the thing is, though, like he's he's not doing bad for us. He's getting better. He actually knows how to get to the hole. It's just that shot that he cannot shoot the ball. He refuses to shoot it if it's anything beyond like a mid range like pull up. And the thing is, though, is that I see I, I see in him like a lot of potential to perhaps get some type of reclamation back of any type of shot. But the thing is, though, is I don't think the organization wants to take a loss right now, like like you said, because they literally can't. If you just drafted somebody at number one, you gave up a King Sacramento Kings pick to do it, you have to see it through at least. And Jason year. Tatum came out that draft, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, De'Aaron Fox, all these people, you can't take this loss and be like, damn, all right, let's move on. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like Kuzma. Like, you have too many players in that draft. Yeah, it hurts. Take the one that forgets how to shoot. And the thing is, though, that I want to dispel a lot of notions around this because it's like we can't act like we knew this was going to happen. I, if if Marcel Fultz so projected, you know, so so remember last year I told you Lonzo was better than than Markel and I would have took Lonzo <laughs> and if they would have had Lonzo they'd be in a better position right now than having Markel. Man, the thing is though is that twenty twenty. The caveat here is that I'm only a hundred. Markel, if Markel <laughs> kept his shot, I'm still saying Markel is a better player. 
I still think he is. I still think in the NBA you need a guy who can shoot the ball and has some defensive versatility. And you see it even when he has no shot right now. He's able to defend some twos and some threes on switch, switch on like a switch. I'm not saying Alonzo can't do that sometimes either. But I think that full stability to pull up off the dribble in college was such a tantalizing skill. Mm-hmm. So you look at so you look at what he projects to be in the NBA that deal still made sense to me. And if he was able to shoot now, I'd still stand behind giving up the pick for him because I think he's that good of a, of, of, of a prospect. <clears throat> this is all mental to me, man. It just looks mental. And it's like, I want to, you know, bring a, re- or like, or like a reference in because I think that this is similar to like what Nelson Aguilar was for the Eagles. And Nelson Ag- Aguilar, not, not, not many people know this story if you're not, if you're not an Eagles fan, but he plays on the team now. And he literally had a case of the yips where he was dropping every ball that came his way. This was like Chip Kelly's last year when Sam Bradford was the quarterback. And every ball that came his way, he dropped it. He dropped it. He dropped it. And it was to the point where we had to bench him. We were like, yo, just take a day off. He, 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 I think we benched him like two weeks. In, that, in, the, in those two weeks, we assigned him to go see a um, – a uh, sports psychiatrist and then the next year we, we win a Super Bowl he had the most catches of his career so and I think that if you look at a story that's out right now on ESPN.com about Aaron Gordon Aaron Gordon talks about his performance anxiety and how mm-hmm. last year was, was the first year that he was able to actually live up to his talent because he was overthinking every shot. He was thinking about where should I put the ball on the floor. He was thinking about it. He was seeing all the people in the crowd staring at him. And you get those cold sweats at the, at the free throw line. Those are things that really matter. Dang, like like uh, like LeBron in L.A. God <laughs> damn. He got, he, he got the LeBrons. <laughs> hey, LeBron might have – he might have that – LeBron clearly has. The, the yips at the, yeah. at the free throw line. All right, man. Well, we're going to get out of here, man. Um, but, yeah, it was a big trade, man. I definitely wanted to, you know, you the, you the sixth man, you know, repping Philly. So, we, we definitely had to get your take on, on everything that went down. So, all right, man. We'll holler at you later. All right, well, that's going to do it for us, man. We're going to get out of here. We'll catch you guys next time. We out, peace. 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 peace.